Welcome, everybody, episode 158 of the Thumbstick Athlete Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Eric. Will. Corey. Today's episode is, well, we don't have a topic specifically for today's episode. We're, it's kind of going to be a roundtable host choice type of thing. We'll be talking some, probably some gaming controversies and some of the more recent news stories that have been popping up, right, fellers? That's it, Dan. Yeah. We decided, uh, what, if if we... Not to force it, basically. Yeah, not to not to force a topic. We don't really have anything. Summer's hard too because a lot, you know, we all have a lot going on. So, um, you know, uh, mm. yeah. So it's it's a little harder to do our our, our research and, and plus there's not dick to talk about as far as games. Yeah, well, that's just it. You know, once once we hit the fall, we'll have our our well, game. We're gonna game be overrun again. with things to talk about. Yeah. So. So this is uh, it's gonna be like a roundtable main segment, I guess you could say. So uh, that's going to be our main segment. Uh, teasers. I'm going to go ahead and, and tease The Last of Us Remastered. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played, I'm probably about halfway through at this point. Um, so I'll be talking about that during what we that's played. You had a beat. No, I wish I could have, but it's, I mean, I've only had it for th- three nights, yeah. I think. And I didn't even play it last night. So Will anyone else have anything they want to tease? I played a bunch of games. Uh, none of them are really new, but they're new to me. I tried MLB The Show, uh, NBA 2K14, Injustice Gods Among Us. Uh, I tried PlayStation Now. I played uh, Catherine on there, so nice. we'll be talking about that. So you got a plethora. Yeah, I played a little bit of a lot of things. Nice. So I always like those weeks, a little bit of a lot well, of things. We'll talk about it later. I do and I don't. Sounds good. Corey, you have anything you want to tease? I don't. I didn't play anything new, unfortunately. Uh, I have a, a more nibble bits than usual, which I guess is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, Corey. My... We did play what? some Mario Kart. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I played some Mario Kart and more Divinity. That's about it for this week. Uh, and Eric, I, I tried to mix myself a cocktail before this episode began, but uh, turns out we drank all the whiskey I owned. Boy, we did we ever. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That was a good time. <laughs> We'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. Uh, nibble bits. Nibble bits, of course, are a little, are, if you're new to the podcast, are there are like uh, news, little news bits. A lot of times they don't warrant longer discussion, but if they do, we'll So we we'll, nibble we'll, we'll on them for a bit. Them. Yeah. Uh, just, that was a. Just a nibble. Yeah. It was a, a mistake on nimble bits. That, that's what it was, right? Well, yeah. Nibble bits. I mispronounced it. So we decided to call our, our news segment nibble bits. It's so. easier to say. It is. And any time we can cut a corner. <laughs> we do so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll get us started. My first one, NVIDIA has been adding to their Shield line of products with the release of the Shield tablet. It's an 8-inch tablet with a 1920 by 1200 resolution screen and runs on stock Android 4.4 KitKat. It's got a mini HDMI out, Wi-Fi direct, uh, stupidly powerful NVIDIA K1 processor uh, for the price tag of 300 bucks, which is not too bad. I'm sorry, uh, was that the tablet? Yeah. God, the sh- I want to get that. Shield tablet. Uh, it's getting good reviews so far, too. Um, I looked at it on Amazon. Yeah. Um, 
have some money coming in, and I think that I might get myself one. A tablet? No. I per- I mean I love my tablet, but it's my cell phone too, so I do get a lot of use That's out of it. That's the thing. I'm afraid I'm going to get one and not and touch not, it and not use it. Yeah, yeah. And I can understand that. Uh, anyway. There's also an optional controller that links to the tablet for an extra sixty bucks. Uh, as I said, reviews seem to like it, and there's also some like really good full games for it, like Trine Two and Portal Two. I get board. I saw something about Borderlands Two running on it too. Um, so that's that's, that's great. Tempting. Yeah. I'd like to use it for like Hearthstone. Yeah. Or a game like that. Why well, we it's talked not, about it, that, but not unfortunately not on Android yet though. It's only coming. on an iPad. Magic it's coming. Is, though, right? Magic is, yes. Yeah. Magic is. Uh, there's also, I don't know, I think it's only for like, Tegra 4 processors, but uh, Mountain Blade Warband is also on Android oh, tablets. Okay. But that's only, I think it's specifically for Tegra 4 processors, which um, is not what the NVIDIA Shield tablet has. So, uh, Journey is finally make, is making its way to the PS4, hey. along with, yeah, I was excited about that, along with Until Dawn, Nom, Nom Nom Galaxy, and Unfinished Swan. Uh, apparently the announcement was supposed to be made at Gamescom, but was leaked a little bit early on the on the con's front page, so um, very exciting. Yeah, I'm excited you guys are going to get to play Journey. That and The Last of Us, I think, were the, probably the two games that I would have said you really missed out on mm-hmm. on the PS3, and you going to get to play both of them. I have played one of them, so did you, that's great. Did you play Unfinished Swan? Yes. Good? Uh, yeah, it was decent. I, I'd like to go back to it at some point. It might be one of those games that I tried at the wrong time. Right. It's like, it, it's got a really cool story. I don't remember what the story was exactly, but I know I liked it. You're like a child, and I think you're, you're following a swan, and you're separated from your mother. That could be completely way off, but I think that's what it is. And you use the triggers to throw, like, black paintballs against the backdrop. And it forms the world around you gotcha. as the paint hits. That's cool. Yeah, it was neat. I just, I just, don't, I didn't get into it. Right. But uh, I think I might at some point. But Journey. Can't wait for that one. Uh, That's exciting. I'm probably gonna play it again. Yeah. I and I missed out again. So, uh, what? You, Eric and Corey are the only ones that played it, right? Yeah. Will didn't get a chance to play. Nope. See, so we'll get it too. Yeah. That's a one sitting just hammer through it. Fucking great game. I'm excited. Uh, the Destiny beta saw over 4.6 million players log in over the course of the week-long testing, making it the biggest beta of the next generation, new generation. I didn't think that was all that impressive. Uh, but the largest ever for a console-specific console, console specific new IP. So that's that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people played it. It was good that they opened it up towards the end, too, and let anyone play. That was a good thing. And then my only other nibble bit is that Watch Dogs was apparently updated on PC to fix the graphical issues, and I can confirm that it still doesn't work very well for me. So, <laughs> Meant to bring that again <laughs> for you tonight, Dan. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> not going to play it? No. I'm too pissed off. Fair enough. I will play the PC version of it a year from now when it's finally working. Uh, apparently, they, they specifically worked on the high settings for the game. Uh, which I set my all my settings to high. I should be able to run on high. The recommended specs are mostly on ultra and some on high for me, but still not working. I'm kind of uh, upset about it. But, yeah, I can confirm it still doesn't run very well for me. Shitty. So, so that's it for my little bits. Will, what do you got? Uh, my first one was Bravely Default has sold over 1 million copies, uh, 600,000 copies to the Western markets and 400,000 from Japan. So that, that's a pretty good number, especially from the Western markets, considering this is a JRPG and it had a very flat 
end game. Yeah, midsection. Yeah, midsection. Mid but uh, yeah, it's good for that game. We all bought it, right? And liked it. I love it. Varying degrees. It was okay. Way too grindy for me. Oh, oh yeah. It? <laughs> yeah it, how many hours did it take you? Uh, 60. Yeah, it took yes. me 77. I, that's not Eric's. That is Eric's not bag. my cup of tea. <laughs> ever. That's not the wheelhouse for Eric for I can hours. see why you would like it. But yeah. The, not for me. The midsection was, was brutal. Yeah. yeah. But they're working on a second one, right? Yeah. Coming out next I think it's, year, I think, this year? Yeah, it's supposed to come out like later this year in Japan and then next year, I think, for North America. Nice. All right. In Europe, probably. Uh, and my other one is Deep Silver Acquires uh, Homefront from Crytek. Uh, Deep Silver and Crytek, we're going to co-publish this game. But with all the issues going on at Crytek, eventually uh, Deep Silver acquired the, the rights to the game. So... Uh, what they're doing is they have a new developer, Deep Silver uh, Dam Buster Studios, which is Nottingham-based, and they're going to work on the game, and Deep Silver is going to be the one that publishes it. So, huh. um, I don't know much about the new Homefront. Apparently, there was some details about it, and some people said it looked pretty interesting. The first Homefront wasn't that great, so interested to see with this one yeah. how it turns out. It's but, a neat concept for a game. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, very different, but uh, yeah, that's all I had. Okay. Eric, what do you got? Got a few here, Daniel. Uh, my first one, this is interesting. I think there was a comment in the feedback about this, but I was reading today that GameStop in Philadelphia has been fingerprinting people trading in certain products at their stores. And they're using the reason that it's helping cops crack down on crime for people that are kind of using GameStop as a pawn shop. I don't like that explanation. What an intrusion. Yeah. Like, are you fucking kidding me? If I ever went to GameStop and they're like, all right, to trade your copy of whatever, The Last of Us in, you have to give me a thumbprint. I'd say, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'll trade in on Amazon. Yeah. Or I'll sell it to a friend. I'll sell it on Craigslist. Yeah. You're not taking my fingerprint. Yeah. That's ridiculous. And they forward them right on to the FBI probably. Oh, God. Of course they do. Or CIA or NSA or whatever. That's terrible. That's a rabbit hole we don't want to get into. I, I think I'm just going to end my relationship with, with GameStop. I might, too, after Destiny comes out, because I already have it pre-ordered. I'm going to cancel my pre-order there, because I, I had to re-pre-order at Amazon. Right. So I could get the Destiny, or the, the beta code. I actually have it pre-ordered at two GameStops. Oh. Because when I traded in my 360 to get my Xbox One, there was some deal that if I pre-ordered Destiny, it would boost everything, like 50% or something like that, so. Yeah. I'm going to cancel it at the shitty GameStop and get it at the better one. The, the new one. Yeah. Gotcha. So, um, my next nibble bit is about the free games for PS Plus coming in August. Uh, PS4 is going to get Road Not Taken, which isn't even out yet. That comes out on the 5th. I think it's like a puzzle or platformer kind of game. Um, Fez, which I think we all enjoyed. Yeah. PS3 is getting Crisis 3. Did you get that, Will? Was I right about that? Yeah, I, had, I got it on the 360, and I have it on computer. You like it? Yeah, I did. I like it a lot, actually. Okay. And Proteus, which is kind of a mind-bending stoner game, if you're into those. I enjoyed it. Corey, you enjoyed it? Sure. Yep. Vita is getting Matrico. I think that's how that's pronounced. That's out August 5th. Um, Dragon's Crown is the one I'm kind of excited for, because that's yeah. one I almost bought a few times for Vita. I was jealous that you were getting yeah. that one. So... Got some good stuff in there. Fez, if you haven't played it, it's definitely worth a look for PS4 
Proteus, Crisis 3, Dragon's Crown, those are all decent games. Yeah. So another decent lineup from that. And my last one, one of the games that I was really excited for for uh, PS4, November 18th, Little Big Planet 3 is coming out for PS3 and PS4. 18th. Hot chip. Yeah. I think there's I think that's the same day Far Cry and and Dragon Age are coming out. November 18th? I think so. Oh, you could name any Sugar. day in November and there's two or three good ones coming out. <laughs> no, but that's I thought that was October. No. Nope. Is it November? I'm pretty it sure is. it's the 18th, too. Fuck. I meant I, to say I, I know you're, you're just right, going to get Far Cry though. Um but still that's two $60 video games God, that you have to I buy really that day. I really want to get Little Big Planet. I'm hoping I can talk my girlfriend into playing it with me. Because it looked like a lot of fun yeah. to play co-op. Yeah, definitely. I already pre-ordered it. Yeah. Because uh, if you pre-order Amazon, you get a little Sackboy plushie. Oh, really? Yeah. I See, am oddly I, tempted to do that. I And I, <laughs> I don't like the pre-order bonuses, but when you actually get something. A physical thing. Yeah, like I don't yeah. care that much usually about like outfits and but stuff. But Dan, a Sackboy skin you didn't want? No. Wait. <laughs> Nobody does. An actual Sackboy yeah. is cool, though. Where do you? Wait, how do you get the, the plush thing? It's on Amazon. If you pre-order it soon on Amazon, they, oh. they, they're giving you like a six-inch Sackboy plushie. Oh, yeah. Okay. I did that already, I think. Yeah. I just pre-ordered it. I, and again, the good thing about Amazon is it, it doesn't charge you until it ships. So, you know, you could have a hundred things. Yeah. You could have a hundred things on pre-order and if you decide to cancel it, you just cancel it. Yep. So. Uh, that's it for me, Dan. All right. Corey, what do you got? I got quite a few there, broskies. Uh, first of all, first and foremost, happy third birthday to our Twitter account. Yeah. We got the email this week. I forget what day it was. Maybe Monday. Uh, I think it was the 25th. Yeah, that was Monday. Um, good for us. Three years. Three years ago, we made that Twitter account. That's crazy. That is crazy. Good, because we had the foresight to make the Twitter account before we started the actual thumbstick athletes yeah because uh, there's situations where people buy up that stuff and then you got to pay for it yeah or they they'll find something new and they'll squat on a twitter exactly. account and, and exactly you have to buy it. uh playstation's now playstation now's open beta launched on thursday the 31st uh i assume somebody has a round table about that yeah, yeah me okay so we'll leave that at that um, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor will now launch one week earlier. The console versions will now come out on September 30th and the PC version on October 2nd, uh, which I think we're all kind of interested in, yeah? Uh, really interested in. Yeah, and I think it's a really good thing that it's coming out in September rather than the um, Dan's struggling with his dog, but I know that he would tell us that he it's his most looked forward to game of the year so far. Oh, and God, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's funny because Dan uh, brought up the, the story for the game, and that got me to watch the trailer. And, Dan, I'm right there with you. That's that's really exciting, the the story, the backstory for the game. Yeah, and it looks like it's going to be a great game, too. And it's, it, it was really highly regarded from E3. Yep. Mm-hmm. So Every... That was a good part of the trailer. They did, the like, all the, the E3 awards, and it was yeah. just, like, this huge, like, they posted one and then another. And then all of a sudden it was just, like, slamming all over the screen all these awards. It was yeah. really cool. Every podcast I listened to had great things to say about it. I'm really excited for that, yeah. especially now. I'm listening to the Lord of the Rings audiobooks, and oh, nice! It just I'm I'm getting sucked into the lore like really bad. Like yeah. I haven't been in probably 15 years, you know. Into, in a nutshell, Dan, can you can you sum up the story of the game? 
Yeah, it's um. Not to put you on the spot. But. No, that's fine. I was a little confused at first because you know the 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 ring rays obviously in the, in the books or and movies are are bad guys. I was like, well, why is this wraith you know helping uh, a ranger? But it's not it's not uh, one of the one of the wraiths that the humans that was betrayed by by Sauron. It was uh, it was the elf mentor of Sauron that that taught him how to create the rings. And Sauron betrayed uh, the, his name's Celebrimbor. Uh, I think it's Celebrimbor, right? Yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah, Celebrimbor. Uh, he he he. Be- uh, Sauron betrayed Celebrimbor, and uh, so so Celebrimbor wants to get his revenge, and that's why he's he came back from the dead essentially as a wraith to help ta- Talion uh, even the score against Sauron. That's cool. And you said yeah. that's part of the. Uh, the not the, not the main books, but the, what's the, what's it called? The Silmarillion. It, it's part it, of the like expanded universe, I guess. I, the uh, Celebrimbor is in the Silmarillion. Silmarillion uh-huh. uh, as an actual character, he actually was uh, Sauron's mentor uh, for for his crafting. You know, that's the job I want. I want the job where you go into the like expanded fiction and pull a story out of it for a video game. Yeah. Well, I've been uh, as I said, I've been reading up on the the tolkien middle earth stuff and it's it's all fascinating and it's all done yeah. by him you know in star wars there's like 100 different people that that contributed to you know video games and, and movies and stuff but but the whole all the tolkien stuff is 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 from tolkien you know there's yeah. video games and uh, but but yeah it's mostly just tolkien stuff and so, a little bit of christopher tolkien too yeah that little nerd yeah it's fascinating <laughs> though it really is uh, i'm right there with you um, speaking of interesting lore, Telltale Games confirmed a third season of The Walking Dead game. Details are currently vague. Um, I don't know about you guys. Uh, well, I, I don't. I don't know. I think just Will played the first one, right, all the way. Yeah. I, I played yeah, through the so whole first one. Oh, right. Are you guys playing the second one at all? I uh, wait until it's all out. Is it done? First. Um, they have one more episode to go till they're done. Okay. But uh, Dan, I think you're right on to wait to play it because I've been playing them as they come out, and it's just not the same as yeah. when I played the first season all the way through. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I honestly I don't feel like the reaction to the second season was quite what it was for the first season. So who knows how many more seasons they have in them? But uh, for now, there's a third season coming out. So Excellent. good for good for telltales the walking dead i'm actually i'm honestly i'm more excited about the borderlands uh tales from the borderlands yeah tales from the borderlands than i am about anything else walking dead i sort of tuned out of the walking dead tv series this season as well so it's kind of losing me a little bit yeah um ea announced a new netflix style subscription subscription plan exclusive to the xbox one uh, I'll try to try to get through these details no, here. No, don't, uh, Corey. Of, we're saving that one. Yeah, that's going to be kind of coupled with the PlayStation Now thing. Do you want me to get into the details of it or no? No. Just skip it all. Yeah, we'll get into it. Okay. During the main segment. All right. Well, then that's it for that. Uh, Nintendo posted <laughs> its third loss in four quarters on Wednesday. It lost ninety-seven million dollars between March and June. Uh, but apparently they shipped 510,000 units that 510,000 Wii U's that quarter, which to me sounds like a a lot of consoles. Um, and as, uh, last year at that time, they had only shipped 160,000. So 
Good for them. Um, and they shipped almost 3 million copies of Mario Kart 8 by the end of June. When did that come out? May 30th? 31st? End of May, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it was 3 million copies in a month. That's pretty good. And, um, and not to mention the, you know, there's only like, what, 6.5 million we use in the wild? So yeah, that's, so like, like, that's like 50% adoption rate for Mario Kart 8. It. As they should. Uh, honestly, yeah. more, sh- more should buy it. But, yeah, yeah. For, for them to still have a $97 million loss after all that is seems a little crazy to me, but uh, it is what it is. Um, and the, the article I read based on this was Business Insider, and they gave another recommendation to Nintendo to put their back catalog, their Nintendo, Super Nintendo games on mobile devices, uh, which we keep hearing over and over again. I think we've kind of discussed it a little bit, but just briefly, I'm just curious to hear what you guys' thoughts are on that. I hate that idea. Don't do it. I want to see them put that on the 3DS and, and the Wii U eShop, not on mobile. I'm sorry, what, what was this now? Uh, Business Insider had a re- recommended Nintendo put their old games on, on a mobile platform. Oh, God. Yeah, I think... Uh, I'm sick of hearing that. These mobile really games, am. it pisses me off, too. Uh, are they coming out on, mo- on mobile and 3DS? No, no, they, they just, just mo- they they just want mobile. them out on mobile. Whereas I think they should put them in the eShop, put them in the eShop, put them in the in the 3DS eShop, and and you know why not do both? Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of with you, Dan. I feel like they're really screwing the pooch because that is not nearly as fleshed out as it could be. No, they could it's really not that hard to get those games out there on. The, no, they the could Wii make U a lot eShop. of money. Yeah, I'm with you. And they could do cross plat. You know, they can do the what is what do they call it? Dual platform. Yeah, uh, 3DS Wii U. Yeah. There's so many games people would buy. And and do them at a friendly price point. Don't put, like, Mario World on the in the eShop for, like, 20 bucks. Put it out there for, like, 5 And Well, Mario World is on there, but I, I know you're just using it as an right. example. But. Yeah, like, put it at a friendly, you know, iOS store-style price point, and people will buy that in droves. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's it for my nibble bits. Okay. How was your week, Corey? Uh, my week was good. Um, I had a lot of fun with Eric this weekend. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I went down uh, for the Arsenal game against the Red Bulls, and I think it turned out my, my favorite part of the weekend was after the Red Bulls game. Uh, went back to, sorry, Corey, <laughs> Corey and Jared's Brooklyn Studios, and uh, we ended up staying up till about 4 in the morning. Uh, let's see, what do we, we started out playing Risk Legacy, which Corey didn't win finally. I got, uh, destroyed for the first time. Corey was Don't... the first player to ever get eliminated. Which, I found out we screwed up. Did we? What happened? I, I totally got eliminated, but if there were available territories, which there were, I could have replaced my guys in them. Yeah, we knew that. We lied to you. Yeah, all of Europe was still open, right? Yeah, nobody had gone into Europe yet. Yeah, it was wide open. I could I could have respawned there. Yeah. So that was a good time. And then we, uh, I think, did we play some Mario Kart after that? Yeah, we sure did. And we snuck in some Mario Kart and got into some whiskey. And drunk, uh, drunk driving. Yeah, and then we started playing Pitch, which is a favorite card game of ours. Uh, yeah, we just were drinking whiskey and listening to a playlist that Corey found on Spotify. It was World War II music. Oh, nice. And it was so good. And it fit playing pitch so well. Yeah. Like, it felt like you were in the olden days, oh, in the 40s. Man. It was so great. I just was missing a cigar. It was the only thing I was missing. Yeah. it's just It was just one of those nights where it was like, man, this is 
this is what life's about right yeah, here. That's you know, everything right? gelled, you know? Yeah, yeah, everything came together. Uh, so, yeah, it's me, Corey, Jared, and their roommate, Sterl. And uh, Corey kind of introduced us to this. Did you want to talk about your VitaSig at all, Corey? Oh, yeah. So there's this product out there called uh, the VitaSig, which is, is very new. And it is a e-cigarette, which kind of freaks people out when you say that but it is there is no tobacco or uh nicotine or anything bad in it it doesn't it's freak liter- me out just for the record yeah it's literally just water vapor and vitamins but it is so much fun to smoke and, and i'll uh, second that i want to i yeah. i, I wa- actually want to get one of these because uh again i'm reading lord of the rings and one of their favorite pastimes is you know smoking a pipe sure. like how sweet would it be to just like kick your feet up and you know in the in the backyard and I'd not smoke a pipe, but do something like smoke that. Smoke something. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally with you. Like, 75% of the fun of smoking is blowing smoke Smoking something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, this thing's cool. It's made out of metal, and, like, it's got 500 puffs in it. And, like, when you suck in, the end of it, the end tip, like, glows whatever neon color your pipe is uh-huh. that you're smoking out of. So Corey had a green one, so it would glow, like, neon green. And I think there's purple and yellow. Um, and they all have different mm-hmm. flavors. Like Corey's is mint, so it kind of refreshes your breath too. Oh, so it'd be mint nice to carry in your pocket. I'm, yeah. bu- I'm buying one. They're only three bucks. Where? You buy them right on their website. I'm buying one. Yeah, it's like it, it, I think it's vitasig.org. Do you, can you reuse them? No, no. Five hundred hits and they're they're done. But for three bucks, I mean that's that's better than a cigar. or yeah. Anything else you'll get. That's true. Yeah, and it, it was great. Like we we had a great time with it, and it was sad when it was gone. Yeah. <laughs> You just have to stock up now. Yeah, no, I'm going to. I, I literally, I honestly told Corey I kind of want to invest in it. Yeah, yeah. Because there's the things on the website about doing that, but uh, so that was fun. Uh, Corey, we're in your week, aren't we? We are in my week. Yeah, um, get but back that to was yourself. A, <laughs> that was the biggest part of my week, to be honest. Yeah. Um, I got, I got, I got, I cut way too loose than I ever expected I would. <laughs> I kind of just wanted to lay low key that weekend and play video games and not be hungover or anything, but. Uh, Eric came and and even Friday night, like we went out to Archie's Pizza and got ourselves some pizza and stuff. But, yeah, uh, it was a lot of fun. It's uh, it was a good time. Um, the only other thing I wanted to talk about. Bear with me, guys. Season two of Sword Art Online is airing <laughs> on Crunchyroll. Uh, Sick. really fucking good. Pardon my French. But uh, it's it's really good. This season, the the MMO universe. I've only I'm only on the third episode. I think there's only five on Crunchyroll right now. Crunchyroll is like the uh, it's like the Netflix of anime, and they localize a lot of stuff. So even though it's all in Japanese, they they localize the English. Uh, which which we call it's at the bottom. The subtitles. Caption. Subtitles. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, this one's all about this game called Gun Gale Online or something like that. It's really cool. We should all probably watch that at least an episode because we're, we're headed there with Oculus Rift and MMORPGs. That's what I keep trying to tell you guys. I watched it's, an episode. It's the next step. Yeah. Weird. Okay. It is weird. It's it's very Japanese anime, but it's it's really good. You know I wouldn't like it, Corey. Oh, I know you wouldn't like. It. Did I talk about Knights of Sidonia on here? Briefly. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Okay. That's good too. I mean, if you have Netflix, I recommend that as an anime. That's that's better than Sword Art Online. There's more a, main, more mainstream. There's a new one that Netflix just tweeted out today. Uh, something about a pirate, a sky pirate, or something that looked kind of neat, just just because of the art style. Was were they doing uh, exclusive 
Knights of Sidonia is. Okay. Uh, but it, it, it's, I guess it's a comic series that oh. they're exclusively doing the anime for. Gotcha. Which is cool. You yeah. Know, I like that they, they're diversifying their... Yeah. Uh, All their stuff has been great. Yeah. Their portfolio yeah. of their original shows. Okay. Anything else, Corey? Nope. All right. Uh, I'll go next. As I said, I've been listening to the Lord of the Rings audiobooks. Uh, I want to... Amazon Kindle has... Uh, or Amazon, I guess, has has a new program called Kindle Unlimited, uh, which you pay $10 a month for. It's got, I guess, like 600,000 ebooks on it. Uh, but also there's a bunch of audiobooks on it, which uh, is right up my alley. I've been listening to audiobooks lately. Uh, as I said, it's 10, 10 bucks a month, so... I, I started uh, started up that. You get a free month to try it out, so you know if you have any doubts, just give it a try. But as I said, I started listening to The Two Towers. Um, I own the audiobook for The Fellowship of the Ring and The Hobbit, so I wanted to continue it. Uh, Two Towers, obviously amazing book. Um, but I am annoyed at some of the changes made for the movie. Uh, again, I think I did this with The, the Fellowship of the Ring, but uh, specifically the Frodo-Faramir situation towards the end of The Two Towers. Uh, in the movie, uh, it has Faramir capturing Frodo and bringing him as far as, as Gilead on the way back to Minas Tirith before realizing he needs to let Frodo go on his errand. In the book, however, Frodo and Sam are they don't they they kind of willingly go with Faramir and his company. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Faramir has much more wisdom and foresight uh, and is able to guess Frodo's mission. Like in in the 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 movie, he kind of I think it's revealed to him by Sam maybe. Or, or maybe he maybe he knows. I don't know. It's he's, been a while since I've seen the movie. He's but a smart cookie. But yeah, it, 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 they do a better job in the book of portraying how how Faramir kind of kind of figures it out. But he also yeah, quite, he, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I was I was I was totally agreeing with you. Like oh, he, yeah. he figures it out, and it's also like the way he deals with it is like very noble. Yeah, exactly. Um, because he questions uh Frodo pretty harshly about Boromir because Boromir is obviously uh, Faramir's brother. Um. He's a little bit confused, so he questions Frodo like in front of the in front of the company of people. But uh, afterwards, he he pulls Frodo aside and says, "Look, I you know I, I didn't mean to do that. Essentially, uh, I he was he said he was doing it mostly for show. Uh, he he could, because he kind of knew what Frodo was doing with with the company and 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 his specific job and why he had to break off on his own. I just think the book you know the, the that was mishandled in the movie. They they didn't make Farmir. I don't think as interesting of a character in the in the movie." I agree um, with you. They they simplified his motivations, I guess you could say, um, for storytelling reasons, and I just it it was unnecessary. I don't, you know they could have done this just as easily right. in the same time frame. Whereas and, and had, whereas they they cut out other things that the story could do without. This was kind of easy to include, and they just didn't. Yeah, um, that's what you're getting at, right? Yeah. So th- yeah. that's my that's my issue with the two towers. Return of the King. I'll have a whole other set of issues. Uh, specifically the the issue at the, the in the Shire at the end of the book, but that just gets completely cut out of the movie. But how much did you want to see the House of Tom Bombadil? Well, that was my that was going to be my favorite part of yeah. the movie, and that wasn't in it. I was no. furious. But to be fair, like I could totally understand why they cut it. Yeah, and Peter Jackson even said that there's really not any any story elements that are involved no. with that. And Other I get than it. it being the coolest, interesting, yeah, yeah, the coolest scene in the book. And Tom Bombadil's like his background and story is fascinating. Like uh-huh. a lot of people think he's like he's the spirit of of Earth, uh, you know, in, in like physical form, and that's Whoa. why the ring has no power over him. You just blew my mind. Yeah, and actually, when they're in the Council of Elrond, they talk about uh, 
giving the ring to Tom Bombadil to protect it from Sauron. What happened in this scene? In, in the Council of Elrond, um, in the book, they talk about giving the ring of power to Tom Bombadil. But they said Tom Bombadil uh, probably wouldn't realize its importance and yeah. may, may lose it because it's not something that's important to him. He's just a stoner. <laughs> he, exactly. He's <laughs> he's he's the 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 spirit of Earth, like in in human well human phys- form. physical form, I guess you could say. Um, but you know, again, the books have these little details that are super fascinating to me, and I don't know. The movies, uh, Dan, the movies are good, to, but not to hijack your week. But I forgot to mention. I That's wanted fine. to mention. I totally forgot. Uh, I've been. I've. I've gotten back into the Witcher book. Um, speaking of the Kindle stuff, like I've been reading on my girlfriend's Kindle. Uh, and if you're into the Witcher universe at all, please, please read the first Witcher book. It is so good. Every uh, every chapter is its own little Witcher story. It's not one big story. It's a it's a collection of Witcher stories. And I'm kind of hoping that's how the Wild Hunt plays out. Is like several vignettes of of fun little hunting of creatures which is what this book is and it's so good it's amazing okay i'll put map that's probably on the kindle unlimited right yeah probably there's six hundred thousand books on it so yeah it's, it's probably on there and it's, it's such a fun read it's great okay it's funny my girlfriend was reading another story and uh, I forget what it was about, but it was like a total, like a modern universe kind of thing. And she was like forty percent of the way through. And every now and again, I'll borrow her Kindle and, and read on it the books that I put the books that I want to read on it. And that was one of them. And I was also about forty percent through when I stopped. So when she picked picked up her book again, she thought she was reading the book that she was reading before, and she she read all the way from forty percent to seventy percent before oh. she realized it. Wow. Oh. She was reading a totally different book. <laughs> Holy crap. But I asked her, I'm like, well, what what'd you think of it? She's like, I was really into it. It was so interesting. That's why I kept reading. She's like, I didn't know what was going on, but, like, it was, I was so into it. Nice. Like, all right, that's a good sign. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe she'll want to read it from the beginning now. Yeah, I told her. But it was so weird because it was like a, the story she was reading was, like, modern day, and the Witcher was talking about, like, devils and elves and dwarves and all this yeah. stuff, and she just kept reading right along. Nice. Okay, uh, that's all I got for the for this week. Just the two towers, Eric. What do you got going? Um, yeah. So the reason I went to Brooklyn was to go to the Arsenal and uh, Red Bulls game. So I got out of work at like three thirty Friday, and I drove down to the city for the first time, which actually wasn't bad at all, aside from just getting molested by the tolls on the way down. Oh yeah. It was about twenty bucks worth. Yeah, the tra- I mean the traffic fro- flows pretty nicely. It's yeah. it's not too bad of a drive. I think from now on I'm going to drive down. Yeah, I liked it way more than taking the bus. Yeah, um, you know you listen to your podcasts and your music and, and stuff like that, and I just got a bag of Twizzlers and a bag of nuts and just drove down there. It was nice. Um, so I got in at like I don't know nine eight thirty nine o'clock. And um, the reason I went Friday is because all of the Arsenal fans were getting together on 14th Street at a few of the bars down there in Manhattan. So took the train into town, into uh, Manhattan, and, like, it was cool. There was a ton of Arsenal fans all over the place, but it's one of these things where, like, I went by myself, and I can make friends pretty easily and talk to people if I'm drinking. Otherwise, I'm not really interested. Um... 
So I went into the bars and they're packed, but it's like one of these things where there's there's groups from California, there's a group from you know Oklahoma, and they're all just kind of in their groups. Yeah. And then there was me. Right. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna have a shot and a beer and go back. So I texted Corey and I was like, you know, I'm probably not gonna stay here too long. So, um, I got a shot and a beer, which was 15 bucks. <laughs> Holy crap! And I decided I wanted to take a cab back. Uh, because A, I didn't want to walk back to the subway, and B, I didn't want to have to take the subway further away from the stop that I'm used to when I go down there. So the cab ride cost me another 40 bucks. Nice. Wow. Because the guy didn't know where the fuck he was going. Running actually, up the meter. actually quite enjoyed my cab ride with this guy. He kept uh-huh. bitching about the government, which was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, so my, my first night down there, what's that? cost me about... Geez, 70, 80 bucks right wow. there. I didn't get anything out of it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that night went back, and Corey and I and their roommate went out and got pizza, and I had a couple of drinks, and we played uh, played a little Mario Kart, and then the next morning we played some more Mario Kart, and that game is so goddamn fun. Yes, it is. Like, it really is. There's not many better uh, competitive. Couch, co- couch co-op. Yeah, couch competition multiplayer games in Mario Kart 8. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I love playing games with Corey. And I, well, I simultaneously hate playing games with Corey. Right. But when I beat him, it's a great feeling. Yeah. And he, like, my buddy Jeff is my arch nemesis in FIFA because I have a hard time beating him, and Corey is my nemesis in Mario Kart. Yeah. So that's always a good time. Nice. Um, yeah, and then I went to the Arsenal and Red Bulls game the next day. It was fun. The first half was was really good because they had players I wanted to see in. And uh, they didn't end up scoring, which kind of sucked. But they almost did a few times. The Red Bulls goalie played really well. Um, but it was cool because Thierry Henry, who played for Arsenal, plays for the Red Bulls now. And they kind of did this really cool sign. that they put. Maybe I'll tweet a picture of it later. But they put this really cool sign up for him. And like he got a big standing ovation from everybody. And it was like... 95% Arsenal jerseys as opposed to Red Bull jerseys. Um, but it was cool. The second half kind of sucked. They put all the like really young guys in who played really bad. But, uh, okay. I uh, I got a picture with Alexi Lawless Saw that. of U.S. soccer fame. He's, uh, he's on ESPN. I'm sure if you're watching the World Cup, you know who he is. But uh, he was walking past me as I was going to my gate and I was like, shit, there's Alexi Lawless. And I was going to just leave him, you know, let him go. And uh, other people started to see him and were taking pictures of him. So I was like, ah, shit, I'll just get a picture with yeah. him. Yeah. Um, but that was cool. Shook his hand, said thanks and everything. He seemed like a pretty cool guy. Um, but, yeah. Like I said, I think my favorite part was after the game. Yeah. Playing board <laughs> games and card games and shit and drinking whiskey. Nice. But, uh, yeah, good drive. I listened to that World War II playlist on my way home, actually. It got me out of the city. And it kept me pretty calm. Yeah. You know? I'll have, to, I'll have to fire that one up. Yeah, it was good. It was good stuff. Um, I think that's it for my week. Okay. I had Eric, did you week. punch Alexei Lawless? Uh, the chat wants to know. No, I I like Alexei Lawless. Okay. I'm a fan of his. But we can chat about that in the chat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for me. All right. What do you got, Will? Pass. Pass? Nothing. Nothing? Yeah. Okay. I hear you. I don't do he much. He pleads the fifth. Dan. That's that's why I have to talk about audiobooks. I don't watch any movies or TV. <laughs> I just listen to audiobooks I just, and podcasts at I, work. I just lay in bed. Nice. Oh, you know what? Speaking of that, I'm sorry, guys. I watched Sharknado 2. Oh? How was it? 
It was fascinating. It's so different. They have so much fun with the extracurriculars of making a film, like product placement and cameos. Like, it's worth watching for those two reasons right there. Gotcha. But that's all I have to say about that. Okay. Um, before we take a quick break, I'm gonna. If you like our podcast, be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Also, follow us on Stitcher. That's the the two best places you can get our podcast. We will put up all of our episodes on YouTube too, uh, so you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also will have uh, our blog post up with our with our episode uh, underneath that too. So uh, within the blog post, so be sure to do that. We're gonna take a quick break and be back with our main segment right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 158 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in our main segment, which is uh, essentially a roundtable where we all actually have a topic instead of just one of us having a topic for roundtable. Right? We all have a topic? Corey, you have a topic? Well, I got a couple, a topic. Man. Excellent. Eric, let's get started with you. All right. <laughs> I'll start with uh, my destiny thoughts. Okay. Now... They, I think they started to notice that people were a little concerned about the amount of content that was going to be put out. And I think, Dan, you let us all know that you had read or found out that um, we were concerned about, like, Earth only having old Russia as the area of Earth. And it turns out that that is what's going to happen on each of the planets. There's just going to be one area that you can explore. At least at launch. Okay. Because, go ahead. Well, We'll, We'll talk about it when we get there. Go ahead. I started reading some stuff about they they started putting information out about the end game, yeah, and how they think that's when it will really start for players. Um, and one of the interesting things that I read was about the raids that they're going to have in it, and I, it got me a little more excited for Destiny because I was kind of cooling off a little bit. Not that I didn't really like the game; it's yeah. just I'm I'm disappointed at how big it's going to be. Yeah. I feel like they promised more than what they're actually going to give us. Yeah, do, do you? feel that they did that yeah i mean with an mmorpg which is kind of what they're going for yeah you have to very much what they went for you have to have a lot of places to go right uh and 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 there's what four planets basically um and then you know all the all the raids and stuff are within those 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 planets um you know there's just not a good big enough variety i don't think for for your average mmorpg player and i've read that they want the reason that the level cap is going to be at 20, which is ridiculous, yeah. um, is People will hit they, that in the first day. Oh, my God. Absolutely. They want people to make all three kinds of uh, classes. And the only reason I can see them wanting to, people to do that is for what you said, is to play in the Crucible. Yeah. Other than that, like, I, what advantage is there? I, I do agree. I think the raid thing is very cool. Yeah, I want to get into that. Okay. So the raids, it's going to be, like... They said these are going to be raids that are going to take, like, hours at a time. Like, one and a half, two, you know, maybe longer, depending on how you play it. But it's going to be six six party members are going to have to go in, and they're not going to allow matchmaking, which was interesting. So, if you did one of the strike missions in the beta, you could join it, and if if your group wasn't full, they would find somebody to fill your group up. Mm -hmm. It's not going to do that for the raids, because they want you to go in with people like setting aside time like you would in like a EverQuest or yeah. a World of Warcraft where you're going to set aside like a Wednesday night and have a raid with your... Uh, people you know or people in your guild. Your guild. That's what I'm trying to think of. You're going to set aside a chunk of time with your guild members to go in and do this raid because it's going to take hours. Yeah. 
And I, I like that. I that's, think that's going to be a lot of fun. That's Yeah, that's great. They need to have a lot of them, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Right. I don't want to do the same one over and over like I did with the strike and the beta. And I know it's the beta, but I feel like the strikes are going to be very similar. Yeah. Hopefully I'm wrong, but I just don't want to feel like I'm doing the same thing over and over and over and over. Yeah. Which is why I don't think I, I think I'm only going to make one character. Yeah, I can't me too. see myself because I don't think it doesn't seem like they're different enough between the the classes. There's some minor differences, but having to go through all that story stuff again, I don't think I'm going to want to do it. I might make a warlock and a hunter. Right. I like the hunter's customizable armor. Yeah, the more. the hoods. But I think I like playing the Warlock more. Right. I like the Warlock grenade and special power more than I enjoy the Hunters. Uh-huh. But I don't know. The Hunter was the first thing I made, and I, I feel attached to it now. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I think – what do you guys think about the raids? I think the raids sound awesome. Yeah. I, I think that's exactly what, the, you know, the type of thing they should go for. But like you said, they, they need to have a lot of them, you know, yeah. five, six, seven of them. Uh, because people will hit the level cap in one day. If it's twenty, absolutely. Um, that, I could have hit the level cap in the beta in one day if yeah. I just sat there yeah. easily. Yeah, it'll probably it probably won't even be a full twenty four hours. Yeah, it'll probably be later that morning. People will already <laughs> be at the level cap. Uh, I wasn't thrilled with their explanation on why there's only one area. They said that there's just going to be a, like a ton to do, and I, obviously everything wasn't unlocked, but. Uh, yeah, I, I'm still concerned with the the lack of content. I am too, and um, I didn't see enough loot chests around for my liking. I maybe found three. There was five golden loot chests in the on the map. Okay, I, I found th- all of them. I don't think I got a single golden one. I think I just got random ones with with uh, the money in them. Uh, the fact that they were gold, I don't know if it mattered too much. Okay. I don't know. Maybe I just found the five regular ones and thought they were the gold ones, right. but I don't know. But yeah, I, I I was excited to see about the raids. I'm just also nervous that they're going to DLC us to death. Yeah. Well, that's that's what what I was getting at. I think f- for launch they will have one area per planet, but they I had heard plans on adding uh, Old Chicago. That was one of the mentioned things for. I don't. I think it was before they realized that there was only going to be. Uh, one area per planet. Mm-hmm. Old Chicago was supposed to be a, a place you could explore. Probably be will de- will be DLC. I think Europa was mentioned too, um, but that will probably be also D- DLC. I mean, I it, paid DLC. I don't only dislike that because I have to pay extra yeah. for this game, but I think it's even worse because they promised us such a big game, and it's only going to be that big if you're willing to part with. Twenty dollars here, twenty dollars yeah. there, on top of the sixty dollars you're paying to play the game. Yeah. So, I don't know. I I, I guess that they're at some point probably going to put out this content, but I'm just worried that we're going to have to pay out our ass for it. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm I'm going to play it and love it for th- three weeks, yeah. and then when Hyrule Warriors and and Shadows of Mordor comes out, I'm, I probably won't play it. No, I'm going to get my sixty bucks out of it. Yeah. No doubt about that. But I, I just I don't know. I I doubt I'll play the Crucible at all. Maybe yeah, one same. one one mission. I don't care about it. I do want to get groups together for the raids though. Oh, absolutely. The raids, which we should be able to. Yeah, because oh, I yeah, think we'll a lot of a lot of the people in our listening audience are are getting it. I so. mean, you, me, Will, Jake, Ryan, Tito. Yeah, six right there. Mike, I think, is probably getting it. So. Yeah, yeah, we're good. That'll be fun. Yeah. What about what about your thoughts, Corey and Will? Destiny on raids. And just in general, like, what do you? Th- what? 
what you guys said basically. Does is that end game is that thought. enough for you for an end game? Uh, I'll probably like the Crucible a little more than you guys, but I still don't want that to be the end game. Yeah. Basically, what you guys said is basically how I feel. Yeah. Now, if they had a persistent, I I, I talked about this before. I press persistent end game, uh, something more akin to a planet side. Or even uh, Guild Wars 2, I think that would be more interesting, and I'd be more apt to try that. Absolutely. Yeah, because the 6 on 6, going back and forth, is kind of tired well, Yeah, for me at this point. You, super tired. Any first-person shooter has that. Yeah. So, like, if you did, like, a planet side where it's factional war, yeah. that would be way cooler, fighting yeah. over territories and stuff like that. Which, by the way... They better put that out pretty soon because I think it's going to lose its luster. It, absolutely. I'm not going to play it. Yeah. If it comes out in the fall or even early next year, yeah. I'm not going to play it. So I'm going to have games that I paid a lot of money for. Honestly, at this point, they're almost better off waiting till next summer. Yeah. Yeah, if nothing you else know? comes out. Because we got all the games in the fall and then yeah. February. Yeah, there's a but, few. Uh, I've actually been really close to playing Planetside a few times within the last It's fun. You should weeks. play it. I just don't want to do the big update. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Just set it up, like, tonight when you get home. And then i got to remember my login. Right. Which is always fun. Yeah. Okay. But, no, I just want to see your thoughts, what Dan, about, specifically What about, about you, that. Corey? Uh, I don't really have much of an opinion, Dan, considering I've never played Destiny. Yeah, you don't know what we're talking about. Not really. Um, no. I, honestly, I, I, I was about to say, yeah, I'm a little skeptical based on what I've heard, but really that doesn't mean anything because I don't I don't know how to apply it. Right. I haven't heard one person tell me they really like the multiplayer PvP stuff either. Yeah. Not one person. Nope. I will say it is Bungie. Um they have a pretty good track record so far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but they also have a lot to live up to, so yeah. who knows? Um, well one of the thing one of the things they the arguments they made was that you know, they're, they're Halo games that people played a long time afterwards, but people played the multiplayer for a long time yeah. afterwards, not the single player. And it was such a damn good multiplayer. Yeah. And I don't think anybody has a feeling that the Crucible is going to be nearly what, no. what and, Halo's bringing to And a table. lot of people said it was a lot. It was it was too slow mm. as compared to Halo. Halo was a little faster. I, I, I played one match, and I, so I, yeah. I have no basis for comparison, but... I'd consider Halo slower than most shooters yeah, online, too. too. So if it's slower than that... Yeah, they... Uh, I don't remember. It was one of the websites that I go to that was... Maybe maybe Destructoid was talking about the Crucible in, in Destiny and how it was a little slower than, than Halo. Yeah. Well, to be fair, I feel like Halo Halo's pace... I don't know. was faster, like Halo 4, Halo than 4 Halo like 3, yeah. 2. So I think okay. that's what the additions to the stuff they had in the multiplayer with like the ordinance drops and stuff like that. But right, yeah, okay. So we're concerned, but we're we're still going to be getting it. I know gonna I'm still going to like it. Yeah, it's, that's not the issue. Right, it's just going to be the issue of how much content is there. Yeah, and I doubt I'll buy any DLC for it. Yeah, I really don't think <laughs> I will either. I mean, unless I just absolutely love this game. Yeah, and can't get enough. Yeah, but there's so much coming out. That right. <laughs> I, I can't see myself doing that. Right. Same here. Okay. Yeah. What else you got, Eric? You want me to keep going with my other one? Yeah. All right. So I just wanted to talk about uh, PlayStation Now and kind of lump in the EA thing and just talk about subscriptions for games. Um, so I guess we'll talk about the EA Access program that's coming exclusively to Xbox One. We'll get into that first. So it's going to be $5 a month or $30 for a year, which is a pretty nice discount for a yearly subscription. 
Um, so they're calling it the EA Vault. You're going to have access to um, their games. And I guess it's going to start out with FIFA 14, NBA 2K14. No, FIFA 14, Madden NFL 25, Peggle 2, and Battlefield 4. So last year's versions of their games. Um, you're going to be able to play those unlimited amounts, cloud saves, and all that sort of thing. It's also going to give you access to new games five days earlier than you would get them. Um, and all of your saves will transfer over when you get the new game. And you're going to get uh, DLC discounts. Um, I'm really excited about this one. It's only going to depend on are they going to put their new games on there. See, I don't think they are. I don't think they are either. I think they're going to – there'll be a time frame. Yeah. Six yeah, months yeah. maybe yeah. before they put the new games Which on there. Which is fine with me. Somebody yeah. like me, like I do want to play Madden. Right. But I don't want to buy it because right. I know I'm not going to want to play it for long. But I will pay $5 one month. To play Madden. Oh, that's a steal for me. Or the $30 for the year. Yeah, even the $30 for a year. Honestly, like... Because didn't was isn't there, like, a discount? You get a discount for... I think you get discounts for, for their new games. Yeah. If, if you buy yeah. the digital versions. You do. I think it's 10% off. Okay. It's 10%. Yeah. So, I mean, that's totally worth it for me. And Battlefield 4, I, I liked. Server issues aside, I liked the game. Like, every now and again, I will go back and play that. You know what I mean? And I'd like to try Peggle 2, but I don't want to buy it. Right. Madden, like I said, any of those games. Maybe Dragon Age 2 or Dragon Age 3 will be on there, and you can play that for free rather than buying it. Plants vs. Zombies, uh, Garden Warfare, you could get that for 10% off. Um, The UFC game, if you're interested in that. I I think that uh, this was a a big win for Xbox, personally. Yeah, it was good. I know that Sony... Passed it up supposedly. Do you guys know more about that? I didn't read too much into that. I just I just heard that they did. I, I didn't I, read into it. I read they did it because they feel like their PlayStation Plus subscription is of more value to their subscribers than just adding something else, another for, yeah. monthly cost for people to pay for. Yeah, I've got a quote for you if you're ready for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm ready for it. Hit me. So a Sony rep uh, told Game Informer, "Quote: Get We evaluated the." EA Access subscription offering and decided that it does not bring the the kind of value PlayStation customers have come to expect. PlayStation Plus memberships are up more than 200% since the launch of PlayStation 4, which shows that gamers are looking for memberships that offer a multitude of services across various devices for one low price. We don't get our fans to pay an additional $5 a month for this EA-specific program represents good value to the PlayStation gamer. Okay. Uh... You know, a thought that just crossed my mind, I don't know why, but we've always kind of related Xbox to more of the bro sports gamer, I feel like, we have on this podcast, so it, have it, we not? It, yeah, it makes sense that it would go to the Xbox One, because that's kind of the games that are on that yeah. system, on that platform. I could see that. Uh, what do you guys think of this program, though? Are you Do you think it's a good good yeah buy in value i i mean i probably won't but i don't buy a lot of ea games mm-hmm. uh dragon age inquisition is really the only one that i'm gonna yeah. get um but you know what maybe well i can't because it's not an xbox one but i probably you know if i had an xbox one i probably would because yeah. you know it, depending on the time frame for new games yeah i just i mean if it's six months even a year later honestly like i'm just playing nba 2k14 right and as somebody who's not really a basketball fan i don't give a shit what the rosters are yeah at all like even Madden, if I play that six months later, it's fine with me. Yeah. I don't, I don't care. Right. Like, I'm a big football fan, but I don't need to play Madden right now because I don't like the game that much. I don't right. think it's ever that good. But I do have that itch to play it sometimes. You know what I mean? Yep. And if I can pay five dollars a month to do that, 
I'm totally cool with that. Yeah, and that was one of the best arguments for it, you know, because a lot of people complain that Madden is not different enough every year. Mm-hmm. And this, I feel like, will help that specific person, right. you know, as long as you're willing to not play it right away. You could pay your $30 for one year and get have access to it a year later or half and a year later. Something we've talked about before, like, if I found a Madden one year that I really, really liked, like we did with, like, NHL 11, give me that Madden... And let me pay $5 to update the roster, $10 to update the roster every year, and yeah. I'm totally cool with that. Yeah. That would be perfect for me. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think this is a step in the right direction. For for me personally, I think it's great. Yeah, it's at least given the consumer options, you know. You don't have to take part in it if you don't want to, you know. Exactly. <laughs> it's just it's just another, another thing to, you know, try out. Yeah. More options, always good. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that leads me into the PlayStation Now beta. Um, I guess we can talk about... Did anybody else try anything on it? No. I didn't get a chance to. Okay. So I'll talk about my experience with it today. I had planned on doing so until I found something out about it. <laughs> oh. Remember the, what I complained Having to pay for the beta pay games. Yeah. Okay. So GameSpot did a nice article, which I tweeted earlier today. Um, Who wrote it? Uh, Alex Newhouse. See, what okay. was one, one of the ones that didn't get fired? <laughs> There's a bunch of people that got laid off from games, games, games. Dan, spot. it's never funny when somebody loses their I'm job. I'm not joking. I'm not laughing about it. I'm just saying there was a bunch of people that got laid off from GameSpot. So anyway, it's titled PlayStation Now Rental Prices versus Buying the Full Games. So I just wanted to get into this a little bit. Oh yeah. Um, first game, Killzone Three for PS3. Lowest price to buy that they found was five dollars used at GameSpot or GameStop. I'm sorry. Rental for this four hours for three dollars. Terrible value. Yeah. Dead Rising two seven dollars and sixty nine cents used on Amazon. You can get it for seven days for six dollars. On PlayStation now. Metal Gear four seven dollars used, four hours for five dollars. And I don't want to go through all these, but you get the picture. Yeah. Um. I was a disappointed with the game lineup that was on there. There were really only like two games that I kind of wanted to play i even told you guys to pick a game for me that's how little i cared which one i played i just wanted to try it for the podcast uh b obviously the pricing was very discouraging uh one game that i wanted to play was f1 2013 that one was seven dollars to play it for four hours (laughs) that's insane yeah Yeah, i'm sorry but that is insane that one is a lot yeah i mean i I just don't understand how they think they're going to get away with that yeah. Nobody, nobody's gonna pay that. I hope not. I hope nobody pays for it. I, I don't really think don't. people will. Then, honestly, like at first, because it's a new thing, yeah. it might do okay. But I think the longer it goes on, I don't think people are gonna pay these prices. Yeah. Um, so today I tried it. I don't know what my internet speeds are. I have basic like Time Warner cable. Yeah, fifteen internet. megabytes down, one megabyte up. Okay. So I, uh, I played Catherine, which was Corey and Will's suggestion. They they suggested Catherine or what? Papa and Yo. Papa and Yo. Yeah. Uh, I picked Catherine because it came across the first, and that was it. I'm lazy. I didn't want to look for the other one. C. Yeah. So <laughs> Start with a C. Yeah, exactly. So I, I got Catherine for $3 for four hours, I think it was. Oh, that's not bad. Yes, it is. Well, it's not bad until I get kicked off after 45 minutes for my internet shit now. Ugh. <laughs> and... Especially because, like, I wasn't into the game, per se, too much anyway. So, when my internet said you'll be 
your internet speeds have slowed down. You will be removed from the service in 20 seconds. I said, well, that's the last time I'm playing this game, you know? Now, is one thing I wanted to find out is, is it just four hours from when you start renting the game, or is it four, does it save that four hours? I Do you think know? it will save it. I'm not positive. I'll let you know when I get home. Right. But I think you'll. I'll be able to play out my four hours. Okay. Oh, man, that would be so bad if you yeah. couldn't do that. Ugh. If it timer starts when you, wow. <laughs> when you buy it. That would be such a That wouldn't such make any sense because no, a lot of people can't sit down for four hours no. at, at a time and play games. So and that that's one of my – yeah, that was one of my concerns too because, like, I rarely have a four-hour window to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so while I was playing Catherine, it started out running just fine. It seemed like I had, like, a disc version. And then it got fuzzy once and kind of sputtered on me. And then it went back to, to normal again. And then all of a sudden my internet just kind of shit out, which it tends to do. Um, and Perfect. It booted me from the game. Um so my experience with PlayStation Now is pretty shitty. Yeah. Um, Disappointing. I actually refuse to... I They should have put a few demos on there so people could try it out with their internet connection. Uh, I, I, it I does test tr- your connection. Right. You have to do a, a connection test before it will even let you rent a game. Okay. Um, and mine passed. Oh. Okay. Uh, I was looking at comments for other people on... I think it was Kotaku asked what people's experiences have been with it so far as far as internet connection. Like, I asked them where they lived, uh, who their provider was, what kind of speeds you have on your internet. And most of the people on there all had good experiences with internet. So it could just be, you know, shitty Time Warner where we live. Yeah. But, um, yeah, my experience was not good, A, with the game selection, and B, with the pricing. It's just outrageous yeah honestly uh, well the- eric let me read you a headline from an ign article recently posted okay for weekly rentals playstation now's pricing is reasonable <laughs> i i don't know maybe for weekly i don't i don't have all the pricing off the top of my head it, it's not it really depends <laughs> like honestly if if there was a game while i was playing this i was like you know what system this would be great for is nintendo wii u if they put, like, fucking Mario Party, Mario Kart, fun games to play with other people on there. That you may not want to buy, but want a few You don't want to buy them, but say you're having a guy's weekend. You want to fucking fire up Mario Kart 8 for 5 bucks for that weekend? I mean, yeah. you're going to get 5 bucks out of it. Yeah. But you're going to tell me you're going to play Catherine and whatever these other shitty games are that were on there, there was literally nothing that that was like, oh, that's the one I want to play. I was right. just like, you guys can pick a game for me because I don't want to play any of these games. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm sure that the catalog's going to be better when they put the whole thing out. But even so, like, I think the games that I would want to play were probably more PS1, PS2 games. Yeah. yeah. Which there are none of. And That's another controversy. That's another controversy that I read, that I read a few articles about. Uh... I want to say it was Kotaku, Jason Schreier, that contacted them about it, and they kind of gave him the runaround at first, and then they went back to him later with a better answer and said that it's definitely something they're working on. And he kind of said, well, it was kind of something you guys promised in the first place. Yeah. And they kind of just gave him the runaround. But then they came back, and like I said, they said, you know, it is definitely still in consideration Right now, we're offering just PS3 titles. You know, we're, we're working on it, basically. Yeah, what they want, and I, this kind of makes sense. But they they said that there's a lot of people that are buying that had like 360s and stuff, or didn't have a, a con- or a Wii. I think they said specifically Wii people that didn't have PS3s. So that's why they're they're focusing on getting PS3 games on there, which I kind of understand. But 
Uh, you're right, PS1 and PS2 games, I think. you know, I never had a PS2. So yeah. I would, there's a lot of PS2 games that I would love to, to play. But Yeah. Uh, so right now, stay, man, stay away. I'm super disappointed. Because yeah. when, when they announced that, I, I remember even Corey, I think, thought that was a really cool idea. And uh, I, I was excited about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, I just look at the $5 price tag, and like you can buy Tomb Raider on Steam a lot of times for 5 bucks. Guacamelee. For instance, uh, Buck Fitty, fourteen ninety nine. You can own the game on PS4 with all of the DLC. Ninety days, you get it for for fifteen bucks. Why? Why would anyone do that? Why would you do that? Unless you just that takes five minutes of research. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I or... mean, granted, Corey asked me if I did research today, and I re- responded, "What is research?" <laughs> but you get the the picture here. Yeah, I don't know. Not great. No, not a good start. No. We'll see what happens with it, but uh, not impressed so far. But just overall, like, and I guess, oh, this is another thing that we should talk about. They did say they're working on, like, a Netflix structure to just have a subscription each month, That's a subscription fine. fee. And I guess it would depend how much it was. Yeah. But People are saying 5 bucks. I can't see it being that low. With those prices that they're charging, there's no way it's going to be. It had to be at least 10 wouldn't it? I would think. And then you're talking about on top of your PlayStation Plus subscription. Yeah, which is 50 bucks a year. Yeah, and if you don't have that, it's kind of silly. It's a lot uh, if you don't, if you pay monthly. I think it's, it's I want to say it's like $10 a month if you don't pay, if you don't get the year. It might be more than that. Really? I don't know. Uh, As someone (laughs) who at one point only had a subscription to OnLive to play games, uh, $10 a month isn't bad. No, no, but I mean, uh, if you're talking about on top of your other PlayStation PlayStation subscriptions true, and buying yeah. new games and stuff like that, like I think it's a bit much. Sure, sure, yeah. Um, but I will say, like ten dollars a month, even for ninety percent dumpy games, I still I still kind of got my money's worth just because I could try a bunch of different stuff, and there was like always one or two games that I was really into playing, and I'd play a lot of. Um, but overall, Eric, I, I'm with you. I think their prices are are ridiculous. Yeah. Egregious. Egregious. Yeah. But well, what do you guys think about like a subscription based future for video games? I don't like it. I like owning my stuff. Uh-huh. Um, that would be the type of situation like Corey trying a bunch of different things and seeing what sticks, what you like. Um, I don't like this whole subscription thing. I like. It would oh, be oh, so weird. It, it's killing ownership. It would be things. so weird if, like, you had to subscribe to EA games or subscribe to Ubisoft to be games able to get or, them. you know, yeah. subscribe to whoever. Yeah. It just sounds so weird to me. Yeah, because at least, like, you know, I was against Steam at first, too, but at least, like, those games that I buy are tied to my account. Yeah. And I can take them with me to my next computer, my next computer, my next computer, yeah. uh, as long as Steam is around, which, I mean. Didn't you guys cool. just finish saying how into EA access you were? Yeah, no, I am, but it would be weird if... But I could still buy EA games. I'm talking about, like, if everything just went to subscription base and digital. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that's a totally different question. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what we're saying. Um, No, I think right now, if people do that, you know, like I said, EA Access for me is great. Yeah. That's perfect for me, but I don't want everything to just go to that. Right. I still want, like, Dan, I want to have... I like seeing my collection of games. Yeah. I don't know why... I just, I'm proud of myself when I see it. I look on my Steam library at my yeah. 250 games, I'm like, yeah. Dan just sits there and he goes, <laughs> I won't get to half of these, but I have them if exactly. I ever need them. They're waiting patiently for yeah. me. 
But yeah, that's that's the two things that I want to talk about. Okay. Corey, what do you got for us? I have an easy one. It's more of a thought experiment than anything worthwhile talking about. Uh, so a new Final Fantasy-themed bar opened in Japan. I saw that. Um, I didn't tweet. I'm not sure if I tweeted it or anything. Uh, I, I read about it a little bit. Sounds interesting. But my question to you, gentlemen, if a video game-themed bar opened up near you, which game would you want it to be based around and why? Jeez. Hmm. I've got mine. Yeah, get get yours going, and I'll think. Mine would either be like a Tin Star or a Red Dead Redemption, something that gives Wild me... Wild West. Wild West. Um, I actually went to a bar last night called the Kings County Saloon, which I was really hoping would scratch that itch for me, but I went there, and it was just a, a crusty hipster bar, and I hated every second of it. <laughs> Um, crusty hipster but i want to walk in somewhere and have somebody playing on the piano and like have card games going at the tables i love that. and ev- everybody being super sweaty and like drinking whiskey and you know you know i don't know i absolutely hear you cory i, it's nighttime, I love that. the only the only lighting is lanterns and maybe there's a a couple of scantily clad whores sitting around you know yeah no cory you know what uh kind of the same vein just kind of a different time period for me i think it would be uh, the only game I can think of that provides this, and I'm sure there's other ones, but Mafia, the video game. I'm uh-huh. really into like mobsters, and I'm watching uh, Boardwalk Empire right now, and I really love that. And they they kind of did the same thing, Corey. It was like naked women everywhere. Um, everybody was smoking a cigarette at all times. Everybody yes. had a gun and a knife on them. Was everyone sweaty? Everyone's sweaty and greasy, <laughs> greasy hair. Everybody has a thick accent no matter what area that they're from. Like, if you're Irish or, you know, Italian, the the accent is super, like, 100% times what it really should be. Mm-hmm. Um, I love stuff like that. And everybody's playing cards. Everybody's drinking. I love that. And oh, yeah. maybe the key, and I want this to come back. This is my favorite thing. I want this to come back so badly. Everybody's dressed in a fucking suit and tie. Always. <laughs> I love that. I want to walk around looking dapper all the fucking time, and I want all the women to be wearing a nice dress at all times. I think it's great. Yeah. With a hat. Yes. Oh, God. You, fuck, I mean, hat's part of the suit. Yeah. I want to have, like, a purple vest, you know? fucking flask at my side i yep. i just think that would be great that's the kind of bar that i want to fucking hang out at like jim halpert at the new the new boss episode uh i'd have to see it again i've seen so when, many freaking when charles comes to town and jim halpert is wearing the tuxedo oh yeah yeah yeah, that's right. yeah. but you know what i mean i i, just, I know what you mean I, yeah. like when i watch boardwalk empire and I see everybody's walking along the Atlantic City boardwalk, but everybody's wearing, like, a suit, no matter what. I love that. I, everybody was, like, just, it was just more respectable time period, I feel like. Sure. Even though those people were up to some shady stuff, I can respect being up to some shady stuff. Mm-hmm. At least you're looking good. Yeah. You, know? you gotta look good while you're doing it. Yeah. Making a living. I think that would be it for me. Maybe a good mob setting, like a Dick Tracy. You okay. Know? Why you will? And will? Uh, the first two things that came to my head were Fallout or Skyrim. Mm. Skyrim was suggested in the chat, also. Yeah, those were the first two that popped into my head. 
What about the Skyrim world, though? Would you want a pub based around? Like just what? like what city? Like no, no, no. Just like what about it? Like going in. I, I actually I can kind of see it now. Like coming in from the wintry mountains and going into a nice <laughs> cover, like a, a warm bar with like a like a fire, somebody, like a big fireplace, like the wall. Somebody playing a loot in the corner. Yeah, and there's a big ass pot of stew over the fire. <laughs> yeah, exactly. and Will Will has nothing on but a covering for his. Nutsack and Lo- butt cheeks, loin- loincloth. Yeah, but it's like big and furry. You know, yeah. it's a pelt of some wild animal he has just skinned over his drangus. Yeah, he's covering nothing but his drangus. Yeah, that, I mean that's what. What I kind got. of weapon would you walk in with? Uh, Spellbook. Spell- oh, he's a mage. Yeah, a with- broom. <laughs> he's the bartendress. <laughs> And for, like, the Fallout one, I don't know, some, like, run-down, like... Where you're the only person in it? Yeah, like, with the bartender, maybe another person. It's all, like, rusty. Will, you've never been to the old Friar Inn over in Endicott? (laughs) Industrial-looking. Yeah, industrial-looking, rusty, just, like, kind of like Megaton. Yeah. Like a Megaton bar is what I I, thought. I I think uh, Jake brings up a good point with Skyrim. Maybe there'd be some bards in there singing tales. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You know? That would be great. Okay. I want to go to a bar that has a bard. Me too. Singing, singing some sort of epic. Oh, God, that would be great. That would be great. Yeah. I'd pay money for that. I'd pay good money for that, to see that. What about a, a video game theme bar that changes its theme, like, every month? Each month it's a new theme. I like it. Also a great idea. It, yeah. would, it would be hard, I feel like. It'd be a pain in the balls to pull off and do it right. Mm-hmm. But I think you could pull some... Some people in. Yeah. Dan, write that down in the idea Bible. Could okay. I just have my first idea? I think you yeah. did. <laughs> we probably shouldn't broadcast. We should. All right, we're ending the episode right now. <laughs> we're opening a bar. See you guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. What was yours, Dan? I'm gonna go with Mass Effect. Okay. Oh yeah, Space Lounge. Ooh. Yeah, I, I like the idea of uh, and and not even necessarily. It would have to be like on the Citadel. Um, I also like the idea of maybe not something that's super like space age and futuristic, but kind of a slummy mm-hmm. uh, space age bar with with lots of different aliens in it. Yeah. I think like that would the be cantina sweet. on Tatooine. Yeah, exactly like that. Oh, that's yeah. exactly that's exactly what I'm looking for. You know, live live music, uh, kind of maybe dangerous. I don't wouldn't personally uh, want to go into this as me because <laughs> I, I try to avoid danger wherever possible. <laughs> but I think that would be awesome. Yeah. No, I think that's a good one, Dan. Yeah. I think we all had good ones here. That was a good question, Corey. That was a good question. Prompted by the Final Fantasy bar in Japan. Yeah. That'd all be right. cool to go to. Yeah, it would. Sure. Even as a non-Final Fantasy fan, I'd like to go to that. Yeah. Have some have some tonics. Sure, why not? Drink a Phoenix Down if you're feeling down. saucy. Down. <laughs> Phoenix Down would be vodka and Red Bull. Oh, yeah. Be a Bloody Mary. Just we should start naming Mary. all of our drinks after video game things. We had a we vi- did an episode about that. Yeah, yeah but like when. like uh, like Dan was saying, a Phoenix Down would be a vodka Red Bull, and we'll just call it Phoenix Down from now on. That's a good idea. We should. I dig it. Let's write a blog post. All right. That's a good idea. Another idea, Dan. I've just <laughs> had two ideas. Dan, put it in the idea bible. Stop it. You got Stop it. Stop it with these ideas. You're showing all me right. up. All right, Will. What do you got? Uh. Mine was provoked from uh, my dad on this one. Uh, 
we all at a very young age started playing video games. And we may have brought this up before. I didn't remember it, and he didn't, so I decided to use this for my roundtable. So from a very young age, we all, you know, played video games and played a lot of video games. Now, if where would you think we would all be if video games weren't as big, part, like a big part of our lives? That's like, what question. would we be doing? Like, what would we be into? Like, would we do anything differently? It's kind of hard to reflect on, but no, I've actually thought about this quite a bit. Um, I would just be a bookworm. I wouldn't be in any different situation. I don't think video games took away from anything. Uh, anything that I, that I would have been doing otherwise, it would have been not doing anything. You yeah. Know? Um, I, I probably would have just read more books is the only thing. Yeah, I'd watch more movies and stuff like no, that. I don't even think I'd do that. Just books? I think I would just just have read more books. I wouldn't – I'd be in the same situation. Yeah. You know? <laughs> because, you know, video games aren't to blame for my, my laziness and lack of desire to do well in school. I would have found something else to to, to distract me. You know? It's more of, a, more of an effect rather than a cause. Exactly. Yeah, Am I phrasing exactly. that right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I guess. Um, uh, but yeah, I just would have read more books. That's all. I think me, I would have played more sports. <laughs> well, definitely. Now that you mentioned that, that's the exact same with me. I would have played more sports and worked yeah. more at them. I probably would have been in better shape. Definitely would have been in better shape. I <laughs> uh, would have, put, like I said, played more sports, been a little more athletic. Um, so I just would have been outside more in general, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because... I don't, I'm not really into movies. I never really was. Um, so that wouldn't have done it. I've never liked to read. Video uh, games has always been what I've done yeah. when I had free time. Always yeah. been. I don't, I probably would have started drinking at an earlier age. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because video games, it's always been a distraction from everything. Everything, so, <laughs> everything yeah. in life. I probably would have done better in school if I'm being completely honest. <laughs> You know, because, like, when the options were, hey, Eric, want to go over to Graham's and play NFL 2K5 or go to class? Right. I want to go play NFL 2K5. Yeah, me and Eric both ruined, ruined our college careers yeah. by going to Graham's house. So, and I mean, honestly, I would have I been way better at everything. I would have been more athletic, not so fat, uh, smarter. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty much in the same boat with, like, Maybe not smarter. Yeah. I would have done better in school. That doesn't make me smarter. You would have right. worked harder at school. Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I like to think I would. Same here. I probably would have found something else as well to distract me from school stuff. But Yeah, yeah definitely the sports would be a big one for me. Uh, I was kind of lazy and rather play video games than play, like, football. Uh-huh. Football's a lot of work. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I would have played at a younger age, too, probably. There's no way in hell I would have ever done that. <laughs> I probably would have got better at guitar. Yeah, music's another one. Maybe I would have learned guitar. I mean, like I said, you guys know this. I don't know if I've ever... I've probably talked about it before, but I was in a band in high school, and, like, I played rhythm guitar. We had a lead guitarist, and, like, our drummer, our lead guitarist, and our bass player were all, like, really good at their instruments, especially the bass and guitar player. Like, they were, like, they were twins, and they were, like, prodigies at their instruments. It was crazy how good they were, and... I was definitely the weakest at my instrument, and I feel like without video games, I probably would have put more time into getting better at that, but mm-hmm. I just didn't. <laughs> Did, so. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I, yeah, you know what I mean? I was happy being where I was at, <laughs> and like very mediocre at it, so <laughs> got to put more time into GoldenEye or you know, whatever yeah, oh yeah. else, Halo. Yeah. Okay. Corey, what Corey, about you? Yeah. 
I would have died of AIDS. Oh, Jesus. So suck on that! Took a turn for the worse here. Corey went somber. <laughs> you, got, you guys think you're worse off for having played video games? I mean, I, no, no, I said I wasn't. I wouldn't be in no, yeah. no better of a situation. Yeah, I Not do Dan, think I am. but you, you two schmoes. No, I definitely think I'm worse off for it. Yeah. Wouldn't change it, but I think I'm probably worse off for it. That kind of depresses me a little bit. Why? I don't know. I'm fine with I, it. I don't think you're worse off for having played video games. It's too bad my girlfriend's not here. She could probably put up a really good argument against that. <laughs> well, the way I look at it is one week I put over 100 hours of Terraria in. <laughs> what I could have been doing something else. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but, it depends but, how but, you look at it. Because... But, but would you is the thing. Or would exactly. you just find something something else to distract you? Because exactly. I, I feel like it's more of a personality thing yeah. than it is what what you're doing. Like for me, like I said, I would have filled in my video game time with with – TV or, or probably books. I would have read more books. Yeah, which was my perhaps in poor taste. My joke of saying I would have contracted AIDS and died. Like that's kind of what I was getting at with that. Yeah. Well, well, see, my other loves are sports and like music. So I probably would have done something with that. I think you got to look at it like this. Well, like you putting a hundred hours into Terraria in a week. It's impressive. First of to all, to us and like people that listen to video game podcasts, like. That is an achievement yeah. and an accomplishment <laughs> yeah. that you should be proud of. Well done. <laughs> but really, really, it is. Like, in this yeah. circle of people, it is. It's something you accomplished, and that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> to people that are not video gamers, that's absurd. Yeah. And you're a real piece of shit for doing that. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that's a good point. my father's reaction to that. But that's how it is. Like, And I struggle with, with this argument with my girlfriend. Like, mm. just with the podcast itself, like... It's a struggle because she doesn't understand that the podcast to me is not just me going and hanging out with my friends and bullshitting about video games. It's like something that I care about doing mm-hmm. and that I enjoy doing. And like, I think it's cool that we have people around the world that, that want to listen to us. Yeah. yeah. It's weird, right. but it's really cool. Yeah. And that's the struggle. Like for people that aren't video gamers, it's, it's a stupid thing. Yeah. It's barely probably even a hobby to them. It's just a stupid thing and makes you lazy. Yeah. And, and to them, watching reality TV shows is more productive than right. our video yeah. game it, Exactly. It, it's all a matter of taste. Like, she watches, like, Say Yes to the Dress, and I'm like, ugh. Like, yeah. My mind freezes when that is on the television. But, you know, it's it's different for everybody. Everybody yeah. has their own tastes, and I think it's great when Will plays 100 hours of Terraria <laughs> in a week, but... Yeah, and could bring a hundred hours of Terraria perspective to the podcast. Right, that's that's great, fantastic. But there's people who are like, "Wow, you Back guys man. are the fucking worst." That's all. It's all about perspective. Yeah, I do want to say during that hundred hours is when my desk was lower than my chair, so I had to like hunch over. Nice for Corey for <laughs> can experience that. He knows how that is. That's, that's why Will now has scoliosis. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Corey, what about you? Well, where would you be without video games? I just, I just told you I'd be dead. You'd be dead? I would be dead. But really, what do you know, think? Is there I, anything like, you would have gotten more into, do you think? I really I really don't think so. Especially when I was younger, I was, I was able to detach myself from my desire to play video games and do what I thought was best for me at the time. Mm-hmm. Even now, it's it's sort of the same way. Like, yeah, I played a lot of, a lot of video games, but that's because at the time video games is exactly what i want to do and i feel like i'm I'm better for it and and 
you know, I'm not one of those people that if something comes up that's better for me, I'm not going to turn it down just because I want to play more video games. You know, I'll, I'll go and do it. Um, I, I really, I don't know. I, I feel like I probably wouldn't be in any different situation. Like Dan said, I would have filled it with something just as just as time consuming, whether it be watching more movies or watching more TV or, you know, listening to more music or drinking more alcohol. I don't know. Like it's, it's, I spend that time playing video games for a very specific reason. And I would have just found a different reason to fill that time uh, and accomplish the same thing. Yeah. I was gonna say, I wouldn't have done anything quote unquote productive, you know, in, in the eyes of other people. Like I wouldn't have taught myself a new skill or anything, you know, Isn't I, w- it funny, I though, would have like, just done nothing. Perspective is so weird. Cause like, like I was saying, this is productive to us, but right. like, if, if I had not played video games and I got like way better at basketball, that would have been seen as way more productive. Right. But in reality, yeah. it's, it's, not it's not at all. It's not different, right? It's not. Right. It's not different. It's just athletics versus sitting on the couch with the controller. Yeah. It's all how you think of it. Yeah. Different strokes well, for I different think, folks. And I think when Bill Murtha came on this podcast, he said that exact thing. Like, he's happy that we have taken all this waste, quote-unquote wasted time on playing video games and applied it to something worthwhile. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what that, he did say. That, that is what he said. Which is t- to your point, Eric. Yeah. Okay. I like your one. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. I just wanted to say in the chat, Mike said... He thinks the world would be worse off without the thumbstick athletes. Oh, thanks, thanks, man. Appreciate that. Expect the compliment. That was a yeah. good compliment. <laughs> um, so I've I've got I've got a roundtable to do real quick. Uh, just to just to you know obviously finish off. Um, I'm obviously playing The Last of Us Remastered right now. Uh, I th- actually think we've we've talked about this before, but um, HD remakes you want to see either PS4, Xbox One, or remade for the PC. Mass Effect. I've got okay, Mass Effect. Definitely one. Um, there's a lot. Bioshock for me, for sure. We yeah. talked about this last week. Yeah, right? I, last week. Yeah, I put that on my list actually too to have you know all, all the Bioshocks. I think they could do mm-hmm. uh, even Infinite to to put it on the new console would be awesome. Hmm. For me, there's only three that come to mind, and one of them's already been made. Last of Us. Last of Us, right? Heavy Rain and Journey, and that's coming to PS4. Nice. So Heavy Rain. I was tempted to say none at all because I rarely want to go back and play a video game. Uh-huh. Um, but watching you play The Last of Us makes me really want to play it again. Oh, you got my copy. One yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know if I'll play it, though. Like, I'm going to play the DLC. Yeah. Oh, I yeah, don't that's know fine. if I'll go back and play the story again. Right. I might. It's just, like, it was such an emotional haul for me to do that. Yeah. Like. I just felt depressed, kind of, and, yeah. like, down, and it just beats on you. Yeah. It was a great game, but it beats on you. I could see that. You know? And, uh-huh. like, watching you play it, there were parts that I forgot were there where I was just like, man, I just, I don't know if I got it in me. <laughs> right. But, yeah, I mean, you do at least have to try the, the DLC part. Jake said Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, it's been done enough, though, with mods. I mean, it's already. Well, for PC. Right, yeah. True. Yeah. Yeah, but ha- um, they should, they could come out with that on the PS4. I think it'd sell pretty well. Yeah. Oh, oh I'd buy yeah. it for sure because I never played any of the DLC. Right. Yeah, if they came wonder, out with like a Game of the Year edition. I wonder what it would take for uh, Bethesda to just say, okay, your mods are ours now. Thanks. And I don't know. And re-release a, a modded <laughs> version on consoles. That would probably yeah, get well, them bad price. Yeah, like a sweet effects. 
<laughs> they just apply sweet effects to it and put it on PS4. Sure. Uh, I got a couple. Dragon's Dogma. I yeah. want to see a PC release for. I still got to play that. God damn it. Why Why haven't they not done this yet? Or or put it on the PS4. Capcom. Um, yeah. What are they doing? I don't, I don't know. That was, a, that was a great game. Capcom is in flux. If you know, I yes, they are. Understand you know what I need to do is I need to get a like a Roku or something to put upstairs at my house so that I can move my PS3 downstairs. Because yeah. right now, like I, I won't play any of the games on right. it. Uh, well, I'll let you know because me and, me and the wife are going to get a, a new Roku and they go on Woot for like 40 bucks oh, a lot. Nice. So I'll let you know when yeah, it, yeah. so Please you can do. get one. We've got to vote for Knights of the Old Republic in the chat. I put that's on my list. Knights of the Old Republic one and two I might would be try great. That, would be great remakes. I don't know. I played probably the first one, mm-hmm. but like that was back in the day when I didn't finish games and I right. didn't get far in them. And I, those are those are two games that I would definitely give a whirl. Yep. I actually recently bought Knights of the Old Republic two. Um, it was during the Steam summer sale. Um, yep. I put those on there. I put Dragon Age one and two on my list. Uh, with the third one coming out, it'd be sweet to see the the new games because i don't like playing on um playing them on pc as much as i like playing them on console i agree um, i i know a lot of people will say that's blasphemy but uh you know i played the first two games on on console so that's how they were to me especially the first dragon age i played five or six times probably um so i just haven't been able to get used to the the pc controls as well uh and then i put sid meyer's pirates I would love to see like a high definition, like really good graphic version mm-hmm. of Sid Meier's Pirates come out. Yeah, that would be pretty cool. Too. Yeah, I spent a lot of time playing that back in the day. I've got a couple. Let's hear it. Uh, coming from the chat, the Fallout's for sure. Fallout's, yeah. I was actually just gonna say Fallout Three. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, Final Fantasy Seven. Like, I'd I'd replay that HD. Are you kidding me? They did oh, a yeah. remake. Not yeah. HD though. No, it's not really HD. They, they supposedly improve improve the graphics, but I thought it looked worse. Uh, seven and eight for sure. I'd go back and replay those. Yeah. Um, I said Bioshock. Oh, there's one more. Now I can't remember what it was. Poop. Dookie. I got nothing. Dookie. I'll tell you what. Final Fantasy is not a bad one for me. Yeah. Uh, I did buy Final. F- oh, I forgot I had that. Ten. Oh. The. On Vita. That, was that ten and ten two. I think so. Yeah. No, I got it for PS3. Oh. Because the Vita one they did not have hard copies of. Oh, that's right. That's what I wanted to get it for. Yeah. But uh, those are games that I always just want to go back and play because you guys love them so much. I don't think I could get into the real early ones, but the ones where yeah, they actually the, start to look like video games right. that I would play. The like, pi- You would want to play the Pixel ones. Right, yeah. Yeah. Even like good. the old uh, Nintendo games, like the 64 Nintendo games. Great stuff. Yeah. I'd be into that. Like yeah. uh, Goldeneye, yeah. Ocarina of Time, yeah. That's a great one. That was a good one, real good one. Okay. Any any other thoughts? Not I. No, Red yeah. Dead Redemption's got a vote. Saints Row Four. Saints Row Four. Oh, to come out on the new console. Yeah, mm-hmm. three or yeah, four. That, that, yeah. I'd I I really want to play Saints Row the Third again. It's such a good game. Oh, love it. Love it. All right, we're going to take a quick break and be back with what we played right after this. Welcome back, everybody. Episode 158 of Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. We are now in what we played. Corey, you want to get started with what we what you played? I don't have much to talk about, Dan. That's I played right. a little Mario Kart uh, throughout the week. That game still is just a blast to turn on and cruise through some levels here and there. Uh, it's a really good time. I still play quite a bit of Mario Kart. Yeah, surprisingly. Just, just like, about every day. 
Yeah, if we're if we're like sitting around in the living room and it's the guys, I'll be like, you guys want to play some Mario Kart and and we'll play and it's it's so much fun, yeah. you know. We have such a good time with it. And then I played a lot more Divinity. I'm up to level eight now. Um, not much more to talk about from what I talked about last time. I'm still really really loving that game. Uh, I still wish I had waited for one of you guys to start to play with me because I think it'd be a hell of a lot of fun co-op. Um, but it is what it is, and I'm still really enjoying it, and I think it's a really well-done game. Nice. Reviewing really well, too. Sure. Yeah. Okay. That everything, Corey? Yeah, like I said, like I didn't. there's nothing new for me to talk about, so I won't, I won't belabor my, my games played. All right. Uh, well, I'll go next. I, of course, played The Last of Us Remastered, uh, which is my first experience with The Last of Us. Um, I really like it. I'm not. We are. We did an episode about it, so I'm just going to talk about my thoughts. Uh, I did not like the stealth at first. Ah, okay. Um, there was one part specifically where where you first come into contact with the infected, uh, where I almost stopped playing because I I did, Is that were you, when I was watching. Were you watching? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I got really frustrated because what what happens with with stealth games is you know if I if I try to go slow and doesn't work for me like two or three times i try to go fast and and try and accomplish it and and i get you know the more i die the more impatient i get and i just i have to like slow down and be you know just just slow down and 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 keep going you know uh if it had been like you know an assassin's if i wasn't so interested in the story i might have you know just to stop playing at that point i would have gone back to it but um i i got a little frustrated but and and both Tito told me this, and I read it. Uh, I think on Kotaku at some point, but uh, it, it, it's harder at the beginning because you don't have a lot of ways to deal with enemies, which is which is true because uh, you know the the clickers specifically are, are harder to take down than than other other enemies. So uh, you know, once I got past that, and and now I'm starting to unlock a bunch of different weapons. It's a lot easier to strategize how you're going to take down you know a group of enemies or you know because uh, you have you actually have weapons and then like when i screw up which is inevitable that i'm going to screw up my stealth somehow <laughs> uh i have a shotgun that i can shoot stuff with so so that's 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 good um and i really love the story i love the characters i think ellie is a fantastic character i love how much of a firecracker she is yeah. um it's great so great you're, stuff you're playing stealthy pretty much most of i try kind of have to yeah because yeah. mm. otherwise you blow through your resources pretty fast yeah that's true um, I thought you were gonna quit. I I, I was watching. I was you. this close. I was like, Jesus, <laughs> this is the time he's quitting. And then you went back to it, and I was like, Nope, this is the time. I was this close to 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 quitting. And then there was one part that was a little bit later on that I had a little trouble with, not as much. It was where you're in that like open area, um, where I would throw the Molotov cocktail at the beginning of the level. I died a couple lots times. Of bricks. Yeah, yeah. Lots of bad guys. Yeah. That's so. where I quit. Oh, is it? Yep. Okay. Uh but as I said, it does get a lot a lot better. Um the one of the things I really like about it is I, I have have to try the thirty frames because you can lock the frame rate at thirty frames per second, but um I like how smooth and fluid everything is, uh at the sixty frames per second rate. Uh graphically it looks really good. You could tell in some places that it's that it's a, a last gen game, but for the most part, it, it looks really good, uh, and I'm really enjoying. I'm about halfway through, really enjoying myself so far. Um, 
Yeah, I dig it. Well, I guess the important question, I don't know, Eric, were you going to ask it, but game of the year last year? You can't say that without finishing it. Uh, yeah, but I would say pr- not not at this point. I really can't see anything for me beating Rayman Legends only because because of what that game meant to to me and my wife when we played it together. Right. I I'm not going to get that experience anywhere else. And and sure. Rayman Legends was such a good game. I don't think that's going to be topped. It, it'll be like bet- whether or not I think Bioshock Infinite or Last of Us was was better. That's the right. real question, right? Um, I still think I still think we made the right choice with Skyrim for Game of the Generation, um, just because of the <laughs> the versatility of the game, um, nope, and the amount of time you could spend playing it. Um, but yeah, I, I still don't really like stealth games very much, and and that's yeah, that's the only thing that's frustrating. Well, I don't about either, it. but. It didn't bother me in this game. Because yeah. I, I just thought it was done so well. Yeah, I, I I probably would 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 have liked it a little bit better if it was like a, a third person cover shooter, like like Gears of War kinda, um, because I I don't like sneaking. In See, games. I like how you had to sneak and conserve your ammo and shit yeah. like that. That that built up the suspense more. Yeah, uh, I, but as I said, now now it's getting better because you. Ha- I don't know what's going to be like like later on in the game if there's going to be some really hard parts or not, but. Um, like as as far as sneaking and stealth and but at least now like i said i have weapons that i can deal with it uh but really like the story and the voice acting and the characters top notch Uh they're very well done very well done so go ahead Corey. Corey, uh yeah so eric i i want to say that i do agree with you this game really benefits from that stealth aspect uh rather than it being more like an uncharted which is the the cover mechanic i think dan is referring to yeah um but that whole thing like both of those situations are the reasons why i just do not like those kind of games because like dan said if if there's an issue and I can't do it, I get frustrated and I can't be patient with it. And it's just preventing me from experiencing the story, which in the case of The Last of Us is fantastic. And those little frustrations is all it takes for me to be like, forget this game. I'm yeah. done. I'm out. Um, and it sucks because I totally agree. It's it's probably one of the best stories in games um, because I watched all the cinematics. Yeah went ahead and just watched all the cinematics without playing the game but that's just like the the gamer in me is just like i can't i can't do this and it's the same with uncharted like it's a different a little bit different gameplay but like if i have an issue all that all that is doing is from is preventing me from advancing and enjoying the story and i just hate it see and uncharted is different for me because i wasn't as into the story yeah. and characters right as right I was nor with... should you be because yeah. last of us is far and away better yeah. but I actually almost put it on easy difficulty. I'm on normal. I, I prefer I to play. Blame you. I prefer to play on normal only because I do like a little like a, a challenge. I don't mm-hmm. want to breeze through it because I feel like that's important in The Last of Us is is having it be kind of difficult and not mopping yeah. the floor with everything. But uh, yeah, no. I, I I now that I've got weapons and and you can plan out a strategy and stuff. I also like how the how well the how good the combat feels. Like yeah. uh, when when Joel's like punching someone, it really feels like you're really hitting someone. Violent. And when when you take a hit, you're like, "How? Like that? Yeah. You know, when you get shot, like that hurts. Yeah, you, yeah. Know, you feel the weight of of the gunshots and and the the blows you take. Have you done any photo mode at all? No, I, I probably won't do no. anything with that. People have done some good pictures with that yeah. stuff. I'm I'm too lazy. I don't really have an eye for it either. Uh, what would take a good picture? Um, I just want I want to I want to play this, play through the story. What? 
You just got to do what all the kids are doing these days. Take a million pictures. One of them's bound to be good. Yeah, one of them's going to stick. I'm not going to do that, though. I just want, I just want to play the game. I don't want to sit in it and take pictures of pretty things. I just I want to experience the, the story. Photo mode intrigues me. Yeah. I mean, you could you you could try yeah, it when, you, when you have to. the yeah. when you borrow mine. I hope to have it beaten. I'll have it beaten by next week. No no question. So I can give it's my just, my final verdict. Just those games with me, man. Like the linear adventures, I just I'm just not into. I think the the closest thing I can think of that kind of worked for me. Will you? I know you played it. Is uh, the newest Devil May Cry? Oh yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know why that one worked and the other worked for me and the other ones didn't. But it's most of the time that type of game just doesn't see even though uh last of us was a linear game i never felt like it was linear yeah yeah i can see, see I mean, that too yeah it, well that's kind of the same with uncharted because you know you, you even though it is linear like you never feel like you're being directed down one path yeah um it kind of feels like you know you're kind of making your own path but it's yeah it's just i don't know i just i've never been able to get into those games I could see it. I can't. You're a real prick, Corey. <laughs> it's, I, I'm, I'm totally admitting it's me. It's not the no, game. I, know, like, I just... understand how great that game is. And that ending in The Last of Us is right up there with one of the greatest endings of all time in anything, in my opinion. Um, even though I cheated to watch it. but oh, You know what? Whatever. If you weren't going to play it, you should. Yeah. Exactly. That's, just, just to that know what happens. That was my conclusion as well. Yeah. But, yeah. I, I Like... I'm I'm really really digging it so Good. far. Yeah, I think uh, I think you'll only get more into it. Yeah, the more you get into the characters what, and stuff. What part did you leave off at? Where Joel crashes the truck. Okay, yeah. Is that like halfway through? Did you get? Did you meet? Get the name Bill? Bill. Yeah, you did. Okay. Yep, I got through the Bill part. Did you have any trouble going through? I think it was like a graveyard with Bill. Was he getting in your fucking way? Yes, that oh, happened a couple that times. Pissed me off so much. I was searching like some steps, and he kept getting in my way. Oh, Bill. Uh, it only happened briefly. Yeah. But yeah, it's good stuff. I, yeah. I dig it. Like I said, I, <laughs> I wasn't this close to quitting. <laughs> Very but beginning. I stuck through it because, like I said, Tito. I thought like, you were gonna. T- Tito's like just, just you know, it's gonna be tough at first. Just stick through it. You'll, you'll, you know, you'll both get the hang of it and get stuff to. I'll tell to you deal. what, Dan. I know you said you probably won't try it, but the multiplayer is really good for yeah, that game. I probably won't try it. It's different. I mean, not only it's third person, obviously, yeah. but like just the crafting aspect of it is in the multiplayer. Yeah, and it really requires teamwork. Right, it really requires teamwork, and it's so what a fucking good game. It is a good game. I'm glad I got to play it. I'm glad they me decided too. to put it on the PS4. Yeah, me too. Because it, it is it, it, stupid it not is, to. Yeah, it's an it's an important game. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm I'm glad I got the opportunity, and I'm really liking it so far. Good. I don't think it's going to change. So, okay. uh, the only other thing I played was I played a ton of Civ Five. Yeah. God damn it! I you know, and I, I know as soon as I fired up that, I'm like, oh, you know, I'll play for an hour. Yeah. Well, I stopped playing it. It was one of those nine thirty at night. I started. I finished at three thirty in the morning, and, and had no idea that six hours had gone by. Um. What a what a great game! Did you have work the next day? No, it was I, it was Monday into Tuesday okay. or Sunday into Monday, maybe. I don't know. It was before it was before the Last of Us came out. I wanted to, you know, get as much Civ time as in as I could. But what happened was, 
Sweden, I th- it was Sweden that that set up the like World Council, which is like the UN, and uh, they proposed an, an, uh, an uh, a resolution to put a trade embargo on my empire, um, which pissed me off because I'm a I was an economic empire, so I lost all my trade partners. Um, so in in, a, in an effort to reclaim maybe either reverse that or reclaim i went to war of sweden again yeah take them out i took them over uh they were in like europe so i i I wiped them out they had a a city in france a city in germany and a city in uh like great britain uh so i wiped them out and it didn't work uh somehow greece managed to to pilfer the the world council so now i have to go to war with greece are you just gonna Uh, keep conquering until I, i don't like to to do the conquering i like doing a trading empire but i also you know i'm having a hard time trading because i i can't trade with any of the other civilizations so do any of you have civ 4 on steam i'm pretty sure i have civ 4 i might i have it yeah i gotta get linked up in this family sharing because i uh that my computer can run that okay i looked i'm pretty sure i have civ 4 i know i play you know what i might not have civ 4 i know i had it but it was pre-steam so one of one of us has it. Corey said he had it, right? Yeah, I have it in all the expansions. What are you giggling about? Corey said uh, funny comment in the chat. Oh. I won't share, but <laughs> Uh so yeah, Civ five. Great stuff. <laughs> I just got it. <laughs> We're talking about puns in the chat. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to <laughs> derail anything, no, but fine. I really got the giggles. Case of the fine. giggles. Booze will do that to you. Uh, so Will, do you got anything? Yeah, um, not talk. I'm not gonna talk about it for real long, but I've been playing Dota mm-hmm. two again. Uh, got back into it. That's the first game that I've been, you know, playing a lot of. Oh, I played the Destiny beta. I should probably talk about that a little bit. Oh, first. you finally did, huh? Yeah, I got to like level six and three hours maybe of play. Not a whole lot. I didn't want to play a lot of it because I knew. I'm just gonna be doing it again in a month and a little more five month. or five weeks, basically. Yeah. Uh, but I, I finished all the story stuff, and they're like, "Oh, go to the Crucible," and I was like, "Nah, yeah, that's about it." But still, really good. You're right; it does feel better playing the beta than it did in the alpha. Yeah. Good game. I hope it's good. And doesn't do. I, I don't know. As you guys talked about in the uh, the roundtable segment, you know. Hopefully, there's enough stuff to do. Exactly. Um, and like I said, I played for like three hours and got to level six. So the level twenty level cap is, uh, you know, not, not going to be hard to get to. <laughs> right. <laughs> and as you guys said, I don't know how much I will want to replay through the story. I don't know if it's going to be good. Been, it was average when I played it. Yeah, and that, really... was, that was one of the questions: is what, whether they'll have more clarification on what's going on in the story. Yeah, because I had no idea. Yeah, the only thing I know is the Dinklage. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Um, but yeah, Dota. Basically, I was bored and I got a dual monitor. I've already mentioned that in my week, so I have that set up. So now it's easy for me to play Dota because instead of having to look on my phone and like resize while playing to look at like guides for stuff like that, I just have it on that my uh, smaller screen. So the heroes I used to play off was was Ventral Spirit and Ursa and Luna, but I forgot how to play all of them but Ursa, so I had to pick two new ones. So I picked uh, Outworld Devourer and Storm Spirit, so I've been messing around with them, and they're kind of fun to play as. I don't play online because I don't have any friends to play with on my team, and I don't want to let my team down. I'm one of those people. (laughs) Right. And I don't want to get yelled at for 40 minutes about me 
You don't Nets. play with Lupica at all? Uh, I haven't. Te- I haven't messaged him. I should. I could text him and ask him if he yeah, wants to yeah. play. Yeah, he still plays, right? He's still on. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, he he's on quite a bit. Yeah, every time I've been playing, he's been playing. I just gotta ask him. But uh, I want to get a little more practice with the heroes. So like, I don't know. I'm at least decent with them, so I can play a little bit and keep up. Because like the heroes that I'm playing as, the two of them are intelligence, one are agility. Like if I don't get like the kills and denies that I need to level up fast and get money, I will fall behind and pretty much fail and be embarrassed. Yeah. So it's tricky. The game's unforgiving. As I mess I messaged you guys, I think it was last night, my thoughts of it basically. It's mm-hmm. like it makes me really happy when I'm yeah. good and everything feels like it's alright, but when I'm not I'm on the edge. Yeah. You have the exact <laughs> relationship that I have with FIFA. Yeah, exactly. If I'm in the groove and with one three straight, I'm like, boy, I couldn't be better at life right now. Yeah. Um, but if I've lost three straight, I'm like, I might as well kill myself. Yeah. Nah, I'm going to get relegated. Right. <laughs> I'm going to get relegated. What am I going to do then? It's the relegation for Dota is being called a noob <laughs> repeatedly. <laughs> you don't, you're not laning, bro, or whatever. <laughs> But uh, I have a lot of fun with that game. It's a blast. I have close to 40 hours to play on it wow. now. But uh, it's probably what I'm going to be playing a lot of. Well done. Yeah. Um, mm, there was something else. I don't remember, though. Must not have been important. So, yeah, I'm done then, Dan. Okay. Eric, what do you got for us? Let's see, Dan. Let me fire up my notes here real quick. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. I played... NBA 2K14. Um, I played a little bit of Exhibition, which, you know, I think it starts out with the Heat and the Spurs. And then I played mostly my career mode where you make your own guy. Um, NBA 2K14, my career mode was pretty fun. Right before I came over, I got drafted by the Portland Trailblazers. I was excited about that because uh, they have some exciting players on their team. I thought the Timberwolves were going to take me, and I was pissed about that. Uh-huh. Um it's a good game. I don't think it it feels like lethargic the controls almost. I don't sluggish. know. Did you, did you feel that well? Sluggish controls in NBA? What game? Oh, NBA. Ah, uh, for some players. I played as the Warriors. Does it so, depend on the player? Yeah, like Clay Thompson's pretty slow, but Curry's pretty quick. Okay. Iguodala's pretty quick. All right. So maybe it's because my guy's a six foot nine fat power forward. Yep, that would be it. Okay. Yeah. That- Cause, and you're starting off, right? So yeah. your character isn't that good yet? No, no, no. So, no. yeah, you, that's 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 the issue then. Okay. What my major complaint so far has been the conversations between my player and his agent. Oh, my God. You don't yeah. like Jackson Ellis? It's mind-numbing. <laughs> they try to, you know, add those realistic touches in there, but it well, just... it's not even annoying. that. It's It's also the fact that they make my guy... Try to sound like gangster uh-huh. and street, and he's this big dopey white guy who has like my hairstyle and facial hair, uh-huh. and would not sound that way at right, all. Right, and th- I understand it's like the, a marketing thing, but I hate it. The right. voice is you're yes. right. Is oh the, my god, it's so bad. I'm like, ah, oh, stop it. And they're talking to each other, and it's just it's obnoxious. Yeah, but. That's my main complaint so far. I hope to play that a little bit more. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a decent game. I can see why a lot of people like it. Well, what I do like about it is the interview stuff. I always like doing the post-game and pre-game interviews and stuff like that because I don't know. The only thing I've been interviewed so far was, like, my pre-draft personality questions. Oh, that's it? Yeah. Well, I haven't. I just got drafted. Oh, that's right. Okay. I yeah. played in, like, the rookie game. I did pretty well. Did you? Yeah. What was your team score? A. 
That's, it was either A or A plus. That's really good then. Yeah. What uh, number did you get drafted? I'm sorry, I zoned. I was reading the uh, chat. I got so drafted tenth. Tenth. Okay. To the Blazers. That's that's pretty good. Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else did I play? MLB the show. Um. First thing right off the bat, the load times are obscene. <laughs> yeah, they are. Absolutely huh. obscene. Like, I usually will look at my phone when a game is loading anyway, but I even was like, jeez, man, I'm done looking at my phone now. The game is still not loaded. You know, the loads are pretty ridiculous let for me, that game. Let me go make a lasagna while I'm waiting no, for this No, honestly, game to load. like, you could throw something together. It's... I, I was appalled at how long the load time Like, worked. loading from the title screen, it probably take it takes probably, like, two, three minutes. It's bad. Yeah. Um, good. Especially if you're trying to get in and out of a, of a baseball game. Baseball games stuff. are long enough yeah. as it is. Maybe that's, maybe, <laughs> maybe that's why they didn't want to cut down on load times. They're like, oh, well, you're going to be here playing this game for four hours. Well, so. the big thing this game was to make it faster. Yeah. The load times are... The time that you're saving, like playing the game, makes up in, in low times. Screen, yeah, it's staring ridiculous. at David Ortiz's big ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the game itself, uh, I just did an exp- exhibition. The Yankees weren't done loading yet; it was installing. So I played as the Dodgers, and I played against the Pirates. I think I made it through six innings before I got bored. Oh. I shut it off. So you liked it a lot? No, I did like it. It's a good game, and I, it did speed up. Yeah. Um, but I don't like baseball. You should do Road to the Show because you, you basically play your at-bats and when the ball's hit to you. Yeah. So. I'm going to try Road to the Show. Um, I found it to be pretty frustrating. Uh, I want to swing at every pitch. <laughs> yeah. And you can't. It, it, like, I got no, I got one hit through six innings, I think, and it was like a liner up the middle everything else was a strikeout basically i had a couple of little dribblers up the line but it was really frustrating and the pitching i don't understand how they determine where the fuck the ball goes i noticed that when i played too i was like why where am i throwing it i just i i I know what i'm supposed to do for the ball to go where i want it to go and i do that and the ball doesn't go where i want it to go like uh, there'll be a time like where i thought i figured it out cuz i'll get a couple in that spot and then out of nowhere it won't be anymore yeah yeah i, I don't get that I, and it's like one of the first few innings where my pitcher's not tired yet and i'm like what the fuck is going on here oh it only gets worse too yeah <laughs> so i mean for a baseball game it is decent like i'm not into baseball or baseball games but definitely i think if you're a baseball fan you probably gonna like this game obviously i mean it uh, always sells well every yeah. year so i'm gonna keep playing it though i want to play uh road to the show like will so that's i think that's like the big draw of the game anyway yeah so i'm gonna try that out um let's see i also bought injustice gods among us it was on sale for 850 yeah through uh playstation plus um they were having like a superhero sale i think it was yeah yeah which and, i which i also was that got. in honor of comic-con yeah it might have been yeah so I've had my eye on that game for a while now. Um, it's fun. I've gotten through like three chapters in the story mode. I uh, used Superman, Green Lantern, and who's the dude? Aquaman. Yeah. Nice. It's fun. Uh, the controls are really easy, which I like. It's yeah. pretty easy to do like move, cool moves with everybody, which is, is fun for me. It's a, it's a more accessible fighting game, I feel like, than other ones, which is nice. I think we talked about this fairly recently. Or maybe I was listening to another podcast and talked <laughs> about this recently. Uh, I feel like if you're getting into a fighting game, this is a good one to start, start with. Start with. Because 
it's got superheroes, which most people are into, and like the like I said, the controls are pretty accessible. Um, but I like it for eight fifty. I mean, yeah. I'll play it every now and again. I'll get my eight dollars worth out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I played Catherine on PlayStation Now. The game itself, um, <laughs> it's weird, man. It's fucking weird. It is it's really like weird. This guy is dreaming and having nightmares about being killed, and then you go into his real life, and it's like about his relationship with his girlfriend and like i just met another hotter girl and i don't know what's gonna happen there probably never gonna find out but the (laughs) gameplay aspect of it in the nightmares is like climbing these block towers and you have to move the blocks around to get to the top and you collect things along the way and there's sheep everywhere that are other people and i think it's supposed to be some weird thing about how humans are sheep and like but I'm not getting it. Yeah. I don't want to get it. I'm not really getting it when you're telling me right Dude, now. Dude, it's <laughs> fucking weird. You got to play it. Is it trying to take like a shot at humanity kind of? Something. It's about, The reason yeah. why... I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, I got nothing. Uh, the reason why I, I selected Catherine, if it was me, that would be the game I would pick just because I've heard so much about it but have no experience with it and it's so different from anything else. That's for sure. Um, yeah, so that's why I, that was my number one recommendation. Up and yo probably would be better for well, you. Well, I mean, it got me, I'm interested enough in what's going on that I might like look up a YouTube video yeah. just to see people describe it because, I, first of all, I didn't play it long enough to give it a good description, but it was just so weird. Like, I feel like it's another one of those games that if you're on something, some sort of substance, and you're bending your mind a little bit, you'd Whoa. probably be like, holy shit, You're going to have this a good time. blew my mind what's <laughs> going on right now. Like, so Your deep. guy has horns in the nightmare, and he's one of the sheep that are, like, all going to be killed. It's fucking weird. Deep. The guy's, like, a mess, and he drinks a lot, and I think he's just really depressed, and, like, he pisses the bed in one of the first scenes. I'm like, oh, man. It's just a weird game. Huh. Glad we picked it for you. Yeah. <laughs> God. Yeah, look it up on YouTube. It, it's uh, it should be an interesting description from somebody. Who, there's probably some some good like theories about what it means and stuff like that. How much did you spend on that? Five bucks Man. for four hours. Yeah. You probably only oh, no, 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 paid no, no. twenty five. Three, three bucks, and I got forty five minutes out of it. <laughs> well, you're not gonna go back. Probably not. Uh, all right. I might. I don't know. You should only to find out if your four hours was up from the time you bought the oh, game. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have to. I will definitely do that. Okay. That's important to know. Yeah. I'll be shocked if it was. <laughs> kind of funny. What a fucking ripoff that would be. I wonder, the the week, though, probably starts and stops on the actual time. Like, if you buy a week for a game. Oh, yeah. It's probably only actually seven days from when you start playing, mm-hmm. if I had to guess. Because yeah. that's a lot of hours. Yeah. If you calculate an hour time. Okay. Yes, yeah, so we'll see. But I think that's uh, that's about it for my playing. That's everything. All right. Anyone else have anything they want to chime in with? Mm, nothing for me, Dan. All right. Well, let's get into feedback, shall we? All right. We got a voicemail first, so I will play that. Here we go. Hey, guys. This is Tito from L.A. Uh, very quickly, I bought The Last of Us for the PS4. Um, I'm enjoying that game. Um, it's just such a great game. Um, I'm playing on the hardest difficulty, Grounded. Um, I think the wow. biggest difference is you can't see your health. 
and you can't use the listening mode. Oh, um, so man. it was pretty difficult um, so far. Not I haven't really gotten into any of the big skirmishes. But one thing I noticed about that game is, for as much as it is as a kind of a stealth game, I, I kind of realize now, looking back, that there are points where they really don't want you to finish this area in stealth because they want that excitement of, of you know, shit hitting the fan, and, and it always was really intense when all of a sudden you you try to get through this area really quietly and then they hear you and everything's just becomes chaos and it, it, the fights are actually kind of um, fun in, the, in those instances but um yeah the graphics i haven't noticed too much of an upgrade everything's sharper the 60 frames per second is very noticeable and kind of jarring at first but then you get used to it but yeah i was probably a bit let down with uh i was hoping probably the graphics would be a bit more um, next gen, but I think that's more a testament to just how great it looked on the PS3, honestly. Um, I tried the DLC Left Behind and played through that um, for Eric. I don't know if you've done it, but it's fantastic. I, I thought it was great. Um, I really liked it. And they did some stuff in it that I think they did better than the game Gone Home was trying to do. At least for me, those things that didn't click in Gone Home, um, I... I was a bit more emotionally attached and left behind. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Um, I would say, Dan, just uh, hopefully you're enjoying the game. Um, don't be afraid to explore as well. I was watching you on Twitch. Um, there's there's a lot of stuff that's kind of fun to, to look around and see, you know, the little details that they've added in, in the environment and everything. And last, uh, I have a lot more stuff to mention, but I'm about ready to get to flight. But I will say I was accepted into the Evolve Alpha, Oh, uh, for the PC, um, but funny enough, I don't think I'll be able to play it over the weekend because I'll be in Florida, so I won't I won't have access to my computer. I'll probably be able to play on my cousin's computer if I get the chance, but that's kind of a bummer because I was really looking forward to trying that out. That's all I got, and I'll see you guys around. All right, thanks, Tito. So jealous of you for that. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, later on in, in The Last of Us, I did start doing a little more exploring once I kind of got the hang of the controls and, and, you know, once I became more confident in my, my abilities with it, I did start exploring more, mostly for supplies. Uh, I don't like to miss any supplies to upgrade weapons or, or to craft stuff, which I, I, I did never mention, but that's an, another awesome thing about The Last of Us, the way they handle uh, the crafting or sorting through your inventory and stuff. Because yep. Joel, like, he just pulls off his backpack and the game's still going on. Uh-huh. Like, you still, can still be attacked. And it's that's awesome. It's kind of like uh, Zombie U. Zombie U is supposed yeah. to be like that, yeah. Which I am going to play that probably as soon as uh, I'm back, like, home, home. I have your Zombie U. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's And that's going to be more, uh, my project for uh, after I'm done with the summer work. So Project game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I did start exploring a little bit more, specifically for supplies. But you, you know, there is there's a lot of collectibles and and uh, like like in Tomb Raider, like you'll you'll collect a letter and and it'll have you know a little bit of, of uh, backstory for like kind of what happens, and that's also a very cool thing about The Last of Us. So I do like that. Uh, I am looking forward to playing the DLC. He mentioned yeah. that in there. I'm really looking forward. I got yep. good reviews yep. when it came out. I wonder, I, I don't. Do you know what the playtime is on it? Any no, idea? I looked it up when when the game was coming out, and I don't remember. Yeah, of course, because I, I don't remember much. Right, I'm definitely so. looking forward to that. <laughs> yeah. As uh, he I. mentioned Gone Home. Just a quick note: that's coming to PS4. Is it? Yeah. Sweet. I'll probably uh, maybe play Will's 
through Family Share. I'll sit yeah. down for an hour and 15 minutes and play through <laughs> that. Through it. Spent 20 bucks on it. Just uh, remember that. Oh. Sorry, Will. That happens. So, yeah, Last of Us, good stuff. Yeah, bud. Did you get the email? I, the I did. Okay. I did. Which is nice because I haven't been getting them for no, whatever which reason. Is weird, yeah. Okay. Uh, the first one is on Twitter from Ryan Iowa who says, uh, this is uh, in response to the nibble bit about fingerprinting at GameSpot. Police state anyone? Not a single human being should continue shopping at that location. Yeah. I, and we agree. There, I, I get. I understand what they're trying to do. I just think that's taking it way too far. Oh, uh, there's only so much you can do to prevent theft. I, and I also don't feel like it's on the retailer to prevent people from selling stolen stolen stuff to them you know it's not the retailer's responsibility to to babysit the people the people that go in and and you know patronize their stores you know definitely Dan. it's the same i don't know this is a little off topic but it's the same with a bartender being responsible for cutting someone off with booze why why can't someone be responsible enough to to know when when to not stop drinking and mm-hmm. to not drive home. I don't think that should be a bartender's responsibility. And no, it should. Can definitely. No, can can anyone have responsibility for themselves anymore? <laughs> no, Dan. And you know on. what? If they want to get so drunk that they fall asleep, and goddamn it, they can. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> it should not be a bartender's responsibility to no. to babysit the people in the, uh, drinking in a bar. Just have somebody carry them outside and set them on the fucking sidewalk. Yeah, I wouldn't call them a cab. You should be able to handle that yourself. But anyway, I digress. Uh, so, yeah, Facebook, uh, also from Ryan Iowa. Corey is most definitely the villain on the podcast, starting with the fact he refuses to give video games a rating. <laughs> Corey. Corey. What's your response? Did you hear that? Um, I told you guys I, I disagree with the fact that I'm the villain. Uh, we talked about it last episode. In my not giving ratings to games is... Uh, is not exclusive to me. I feel like you guys are kind of in that same boat. Yeah, I give ratings to games. I give ratings. I do it because I have when. to. I always say if I were to give it a score, this yeah. is what it would be. I do that too. Not all the time, all right. but all right. I do agree with then you. Then I guess both I'm things, the villain. So. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I was. I see. I, I'm more prone to say you're the villain because whenever we all play a game together, it's it's about beating you. That's true. To anyone else. Oh, that was well, that, why I that said was it. Eric's point. Right. Yeah. The other day. Yeah. yeah. That's that's how I feel. You should really be. It's a compliment more than anything. Yeah. I don't take it as one. I don't like being a villain. You get a... why? It means you usually win. But it makes me want to retreat from society. <laughs> well, join the club. I've been wanting to do that for years. <laughs> yeah, that's Some the only people thing? just can't handle winning, Corey. Can't handle the glory. Yeah. You're just no Rudy. <laughs> true all right so idaho jake on facebook says playstation now is nuts i can rent a game for uh at a store for eight dollars a week i'm playing borderlands 2 to get me through this destiny drought now on a good personal note (laughs) i'm going to atlanta for a week or two in september for maintenance training and once that is done i will be a mechanic for the company i work for and they want me to train to be an assistant factory manager uh and a raise will come after i go to atlanta pretty sweet for a guy with just a high school diploma is Eric going to the Hall of Fame game for the NFL Bills versus Giants? Well, that's it for me. Uh, and Borderlands 2 is a good game to play to occupy your time. Uh, a lot of hours there, especially if you... I don't know if you got the like all the DLCs and stuff. Uh, there's a lot of them, and some of them are pretty lengthy, like uh, Captain Scarlet and her pirate's booty. Uh, assault, 
Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon's Keep is also pretty lengthy. That's a good game to occupy your you know your time while you're waiting for Destiny uh, RPG. You know all that fun stuff. Uh, it's awesome. Career moves. Gotta love that. No, that's good, man. Good yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, I've always been a proponent that college is way overrated, aside yeah. from two or three professions. Yeah, if you're going to be a doctor, you have to go to college. Right, something like that. But uh, no, that's good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I did want to go back to Tito's for a second. Okay. We forgot to talk about him playing on the highest difficulty. Oh, that's right. That would be a, such a bitch not having the ability oh, to listen. The li- that's so important. It's so important. Man, that's impressive. I know somebody else that did it on the highest difficulty, and he was like, God, it's just such a bastard yeah kind of want to do it <laughs> i would give up in a heartbeat i'm pretty well sure. at this point since i've already played it i yeah. won't care if you, i give up right right because you've you know what to you know you know the story exactly okay uh bills versus giants sunday night you know what i gave a thought to go into this uh when they first announced it but um at the time i don't think i had the money to get a ticket for it, and they, probably expensive, right? A uh, ticket to go to the game itself was like seventy some bucks. Not Ugh. too too bad, but you got to drive out there, which would is have it, been fun. Is it in Ohio? Yeah, it's at the Hall of Fame, and I've never been to the Hall of Fame, so yeah. that would have been cool. Uh, don't you just feel like you're getting fleeced though? <laughs> no, a little bit. No, I don't. I can't. I have a real hard time spending money on sports stuff. I always feel like I'm getting fleeced. Corey, some of the best times of my life were at Bills games. Yeah, but you're buying into the whole culture there, right? Yeah, and that culture, believe me, is traveling to the Hall of Fame game. Yeah, that I, I don't know. I guess Bills I fans guess, like, are at that, no doubt about it. Oh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with you there. I'm just, I'm just saying for me and like what I'm into, I don't, I don't buy into the whole culture thing. And for me to to spend money on going to sports and stuff, it's just. I just feel like I'm getting fleeced. Well, I mean that's that's part of our personality because I'm the same way. Like I, I just watch, you know. Yeah, I, I don't. If I don't have to associate with other people, I I, I try not to. I I've yeah. all, I always love going to Bills games. I always yeah. will. Uh, and here's my other argument for mm. going was Andre Reid could be the last Bill to go in the Hall of Fame for however long. Yeah, because because the JP for- Lostman. How dare you, Corey? Uh, <laughs> or Will? Whatever, Corey. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. No, I, I, I meant Will. I said whatever Corey. your name is. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I'm, you know they, yeah, they haven't had had any Hall of Fame worthy players, right? No, and you know that was my thought too. Like I might never get to see another Bill in the Hall of Fame while I'm alive, honestly. Right. <laughs> so it's like you know I kind of wanted to go. Um, but that's the kind of thing that I would want to go to with other Bills fans, and I didn't feel like I could get anybody else to go with me yeah. who was a Bills fan at this point. I'm sure my girlfriend would have gone. Because the, the Hall of Fame thing might not be as important to Right. Them. Yeah, my my girlfriend, to her, it would have been more of a road trip with her boyfriend and not necessarily going because of the football but, aspect yeah, of it. Right. You know what I mean? It would have been fun to take her, no doubt about it. But like, I, it was one of those things I wanted to bring football fans with me. Yeah, and I just don't think it would have materialized. So yeah, but that's great. Actually, uh, one of my favorite stories about Andre Reid was when I had season tickets to the Bills. I was walking into the stadium with my bathrobe and my red and blue mohawk, and I had the the Bills logo pinned on the side of my head. And this woman stopped me, and she's like, "Hey, can I get a picture with you?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." So she's standing there, and she's like, hey, don't tell anybody, but I'm Andre Reed's mom. I don't want a bunch of people coming over here. She's like, but I have 
autographed cards and I'll give you one. And I was like, all right, awesome. And I, at first I was like, ah, bullshit. Right, right. But it turns out he was being honored oh. at the game that day. And I look over and there he is giving this woman a hug. And I was like, shit. She mom. was not fucking with me. Like, that actually is his mom, and she gave me a legit autograph Andre Reed card. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's, see what I'm talking about, Corey? That's why I want to go to the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but that would never happen to me. Well, <laughs> no, did you ever tough. put yourself in that position? No, because I'd rather stay home and eat uh, pizza rolls and have cheap beer. All right. Fair enough. On the couch where it's warm. <laughs> My my the, shoe with football the it's cold. In the house. It's cold. I don't, yeah. I don't like cold. It's so cold. Oh boy, I'm getting to be such a pussy about cold weather. Yeah, it's but, tough. But yeah, that's uh, so. No, I'm not going to it. But we'll watch it on TV. I might. We'll see. Maybe <laughs> it is preseason. Really depends what time it is. I think what it starts at eight. Is. I might then. Do you know what channel? NBC. Doesn't matter. That's I just have a the guess. ESPN app now. I forgot. Right. Yeah, it's yeah, on. It's on network TV. I'll probably flip it on for while the starters are in for a few plays and the, yeah, the first quarter. Then turn it off. Yeah, we'll see EJ and Sammy out there slinging it. Yeah. But, okay. Yeah. Anything else? Yeah. Hey, it's an episode, right? Put a bow on it. Yeah. Let's call it, boys. Yeah. Uh, once again, you can find boys. our podcast on iTunes uh, or Stitcher. Go to our website www www.thumbstickathletes.com all of our all of our information's there so uh, you can click on a link to go to our iTunes thing or you know search in iTunes for Thumbstick Athletes or on Stitcher for Thumbstick Athletes so that'll do it for episode 158 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast I'm your host Dan Merrick Will Corey thanks for listening and get out of my basement one two three four